Hello. I just saw that there was a way to call both of you, and so I called both of you. Wow. Fancy. Yay. Yeah, normally I call Zach, uh, and then... I, at the same time? <laughs> this time it is just one button, and there we go. What? Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, The boom. wonders of technology. I, yeah. you, you have got that right, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> there was a way to, way to rename it, but I don't... Oh, there it is. Rename conversation. I'm going to name it uh, Henry. Sure, good. And okay. then leave. No. <laughs> yeah, here you go, Henry. And then bounce out. Yep. All right, guys, have a good show. <laughs> Deal with Henry. <laughs> In parentheses, Shatid. This one goes out to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, very well. Good. Yeah. How about what you? are we drinking? Uh, Cable Grant. Bola, of course. Bourbon. Oh, bourbon. you made the switch. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty much uh, going to always start out with that until, and then I'll switch to my the little bit of uh, the cheaper Jameson I have left. I'm down to maybe about an eighth of a bottle. So that's really smart tactic. Like yeah. you get the good stuff in first, and then when it kicks in, you're onto the the lesser stuff, so you don't care already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I found. And found last time when I have the uh, nice bullet bourbon I have when I switch to the uh, Jameson, I pretty much don't even taste anything of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is this the orange label or black label? Uh, this is the one I uh, brought over to oh, your place the other day. Barrel proof. Yeah. Oh, so man, that sounds tasty. 62, 62%. So by the time I'm done with the first glass of that, I don't really care about the uh the cheaper jameson yeah. being cheaper <laughs> there that stuff was good i had some more at whiskey barrel like a week later oh, yeah? just yeah it's just so good just because yeah yeah no that's really good i was i was wincing when i bought it but <laughs> yeah. <I did. laughs> it was what, what was it 65, 70? Something. About, about that. 60, 65, 70, somewhere in there. Yeah. But it's good stuff. How about you, James? What you got? I'm drinking a martini. Ooh. A, a, yeah, a dirty martini, but not a dry martini. Using uh, Rosso, um, whatever that liqueur is called. Yeah, let me go back Vermouth? and I'll tell you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. But there is some olive juice in it. And I've got three olives this time because that was the last of the olives. Ah, so you might as well. Yeah, so why not? I normally indulge myself and do like five or six because it's nice to have like a salty snack after you've you've gone through the trouble of drinking a martini. That's fair. Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I was uh, researching it last night because I, I, I had one last night in celebration of fucking you know one more show mm-hmm. like one down and i was like i'm gonna treat myself to a damn martini and uh i i was debating putting it in a martini glass because i was like that's a lot of work drinking out of a martini glass so i researched if it was necessary and it turns out that it is absolutely 100 percent not just for aesthetics it's for the it's for science because gin has a botanical flavor and the more surface area of it, the more that comes through. Also, so that's why it's wide. 
right? That's why it's a wide rim. Mm-hmm. And it's since you don't want ice in it, um, it's served chilled, and the stem is to keep it from warming from your hands. So it's it's like to to keep it cool. Oh. So the shape is to keep it cool and fresh, essentially. Interesting. Hmm. I hate I mean, that. All makes yeah. sense, but yeah. I didn't ever thought of it that way. Yeah. I was so like, I a, like, a, like like a dry, I like a dry martini, so dry, it just amazingly dry, and uh, and as clean as possible because I just want to have a shot of gin like in olives. a glass, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dry, dry martini, hold the vermouth, please. <laughs> just chill my gin in a glass for me. Yeah, okay, I've, never, just... I've never been a big fan of martinis. I've never been able to get to the point where I can really enjoy them when I drink them. It's, it is a lot of work, like James is saying. Like, if you put it in that martini <laughs> glass, you're doing a balancing act all night. Yeah, uh, yeah well, <laughs> for about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> for me, really. <laughs> Well, about all night. Yeah, I, I gulp that shit pretty fast for that very reason. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, I'm like done you, you're, this shit. I'm, 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 I'm yeah. it's a, in this in my fantasy. It's a cocktail party with at Gatsby's house, and uh, oh yeah, we're, we're having martinis. seventeen <laughs> free flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, seventeen martinis, seventeen knees, seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So shows over, and and you you have your life back. Yes. Yes, and now on to the other show. Which, thank you, by the way, for throwing my name in the running for props for uh, Dead Man's Cell Phone, which is going to be fun. Is that is that a real thank you? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, oh, okay, legitimately. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> that is absolutely going to be. I love that sort of like you know, like gathering props is eh, you know, but like making shit, yeah. Gimme, okay. gimme, gimme! <laughs> I was, I was on the fence when he he was like, "Do you know anyone who's good at props?" And after we had discussed like what that would entail, I was like, mm, "I know James is trying to say no to more things, but this is really <laughs> is something fun. that he yeah, does. It's, it's going to be fun. I do, I do enjoy playing with lights and and you know that sort of fun stuff. So, so yeah, I, that was genuinely I appreciate that. And okay. you know, it'll be fun to, to to work with you. Yeah, in that capacity. Yeah, is that coming up at uh, SCT? We're doing Dead Man's Cell Phone. I've, I've heard of that before, but I'm not really familiar with what it is. It's a, it's a play. It's a little weird. It's all kind of off kilter and stuff. And uh, it it's sort of a treatise on how it's supposedly kind of about how we're addicted to technology. And it's yeah, but it was like written a... like back when it was first starting to like when cell phones were just sort of coming around yeah 2004 ish like when it was really first starting to be that everyone had a cell phone i see yeah and so now james is doing the props on it because james is good at doing fancy things to make lights happen on stage and uh he wants all of the crew members to be just like street clothes wearing people uh talking on their cell phones as they move set pieces around Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be fun to play with that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's that sounds pretty funny. <laughs> and the set, the I keep... easiest one I'm gonna do is just take off the tape from the fucking headset that we're gonna use. <laughs> oh yeah, easy. <laughs> that, that covers the blue light normally. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the the beautiful thing about the show so far is that uh, every time I meet with Dennis, uh, the set becomes simpler. And less, yeah. And like less work. <laughs> yeah. I'm down to uh, changing the shape of the proscenium <laughs> and painting the floor. 
excellent. Are you gonna do like grids, and then and the rest of it's gonna be all like, like scenery changes or like my my, <laughs> my big concept is that I want everything to be a little like a little unsettling and a little off kilter. Okay. So the proscenium is all at different angles, like a, the basic same shape. It's still gonna be black, but it's gonna be angled here and there. Interesting. Interesting. And then for the floor, I'm doing like um. It's the concept is starting off as a checkerboard floor. Okay. So from all furthest upstage, we're doing radiating lines. So at angles out and those will do a straight lines. And then for the across for the X axis, we're going to mark where the line is going to start and mark where it's going to end. And then just kind of figure it out along the way, wherever it's going to be. Oh man, that's going to be so like, <laughs> like it's going to be an assault. To some people, yes, <laughs> people are gonna be like, "What in the fuck is this?" That's gonna be amazing, but it, it, yeah, it's great. It's already creating the feel for the the like angst. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, the script, right Zach. The script calls for like a light bulb and a table and <laughs> seven chairs. It's really oh. minimal. It's really minimal. <laughs> but they God. jump to like like four or five different locations, right? Mm-hmm. So you do that with like projections. Yes, and with or with oh, with okay. uh, yeah, there's stuff. Sorry, today. No, no, no. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so with the projections, that's the only thing that's going to be bright, <laughs> and uh, like everything's going to be kind of grayscale. Everything else, and the projections are going to be really bright colors. But I'm going to put them all through a filter, like a drunk filter. So like a little out of focus and maybe a little wobbly. Sure, sure. And and that's it. That's my job. That's perfect. Go pick up Done. chairs and tables from the warehouse. <laughs> Done. Yeah. I'm also excited to see about uh, um, Midsummer. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing two set Which, designs at the same time. Are you going in tomorrow? Um, I have to get a key from Jenny. Oh, we gave it back to Kevin, and he is giving that to Israel. Cool. I have to get a key from Israel. Correct. Yes. So now, to warn you... Don't try and do that tomorrow. The set is nowhere near. Like it's still fully up because oh. we like the whole the whole top part of it was done with brads and staples, mm-hmm. but the pry bars had been taken. So oh. <laughs> Gianna got up there on a ladder and started trying to pry it apart with the butter knife, with to some you know some success, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, until finally, James was like, "Hey, you know, stop doing that. You're gonna fucking hurt yourself. Like, unscrew what you can, but then it." it there comes a point where it's unsafe, so it's like they just fucking they had to bounce. Oh yeah. So yeah. Cool. But yeah, it was uh, it was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it, it's really surreal that it's over because yeah. it doesn't feel that way. It won't feel that way until next week when I'm supposed to be there and then I'm not. Exactly. I'm Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to Disneyland next week? Oh, nice. Wait, seriously? I am. Yes. Next weekend. <clears throat> yeah. Correct. But. We're, we're uh, going to Universal okay. Studios next weekend. Dude, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, nice. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's so awesome. Jenny just, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to tell the guys, like, I'm not going to be, be able to do the show. And she's like, why? She's like, the hotel has Wi-Fi. Like, you can use Skype from the hotel. I was like, dude, that is a very fucking good point. <laughs> and by 9 o'clock, I'll probably be petered out and in the hotel and ready for another drink. Well, yeah, I guess I have to bring my computer down. So... <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> not to uh you know throw a kink in your shit but universal studios is a little bit different like we're you know we have annual passes for disneyland nothing's like you know to write home about at this point 
Like you're, you know, you might want to still be at Universal, and if they're open till midnight, you may enjoy yourself a little bit longer. So that's understandable. No, we're only going one day. We're going Saturday, and oh, uh, nice. Sunday we're gonna go see a show at UCB. Oh, sweet! Which one? I, Who is it? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I keep like, I, it, for me, I know all these people from different like podcasts and stuff like that. So I'm picking based on the cast. Okay. See, because I almost went and saw a show at I.O. West on uh, on Saturday, uh, The Reckoning. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I.O. being Improv Olympic, but I.O. West, I'm Theater West. Um, a lot of those people are my friends. The the one fella, Brian Jack, I used to sublet for. Uh, he Like, he like was on the lease, and he subletted, I guess, for me uh, in Chicago. And so it was, it was really trippy to see his face on the LA, the iOS website. I'm like, dude, I fucking know that dude. <laughs> so I was going to try and go and see him, but, uh, I don't know that that's going to be in the cards. Anthony King, Kate Spencer. No, let's see. Shitty jobs. Steve jobs. No, sh- uh, shitty jobs. That oh, would, shitty jobs. that's, that would be a good one. Sean Clements, Dominic Dierkes, Ben Rogers, Ben Ooh. Schwartz. Dude. Really? Yeah. Seven dollars. Mm- Saturday? Sunday, 9.30. Sunday. Mm. Do podcast from the audience of that show? <laughs> <laughs> They'd love it. All right. Zach, what are you doing? Let's go down to L.A. Let's you want to go to L.A., Zach, and see a, see a oh, UCB boy. show? <laughs> Sunday, February. Oh, no, they're closed for renovations, UCB Sunset, so it's got to be UCB Franklin. Yeah, I think we're going to see shitty jobs. Son of a biscuit. Shamilton. <laughs> yeah, cause shut up! I hate you. Looks boring. Anthony King, Kate Spencer. They just talk, and then search history is at eleven. Who's in that? Uh, Darcy Carden, Fran Gillespie, Betsy Sidaro, Drew Tarver. It's pretty good. Anyway, we can stop talking about this now. <laughs> What's going on? What are these noises? Sorry. I was trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with the world. What noises <laughs> are you hearing? I heard like, a, like rubber? Yeah, kind of like a squelching rubber a little bit, maybe. Still? No. No, no, no. no. Just very briefly. Was it your case, Unfortunately, maybe? It may have been my olive. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's a weird noise for an olive. <laughs> It may have been my casing. I, I somehow my phone was showing you in in like a call screen instead of in Skype, hmm. so like I didn't have the controls to like do anything. Interesting. It was just like yeah. Hmm. So I had to figure. It may have been my phone like figuring out you know or my fingers rubbing on my phone casing. Does it? Does that sound like it? Uh, no. no. Nope. Hey, as I fling the phone across. <laughs> <laughs> ah! How do I turn this off? Turn what off? The video. There's video? What's what? going on? I don't even know, dude. I can't see I'm you. absolutely sh- seeing my camera right now. Really? Yeah, yes. we, we can't see you. No. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Because <laughs> my room is super messy. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, you oh. figured it out. I'm back. Hello. Whoa. Then, well, now I see your now face. Now I see you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, now we see you. 
How does this work? Uh, do you see the little camera icon? Okay. There. Oh. Now you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. All right. Skype lesson for the day. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome Good evening. Back. So what's on the docket for discussing things this evening? Oh, man, I have stopped writing anything down to discuss. Because we, we're, usually, we're just usually jumping all around. I mean, uh, Zach, Zach, did you go with your dad? Tell us about your, your trip. Oh, it wasn't like a big trip or anything. Just went up hiking up near Arnold. Cool. How was it? How did you know about that? Instagram, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> it he's was, not it stalking was, you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was nice. It's a little depressing how there's like no snow up near where we were at near Arnold. Yeah, you didn't see a single speck up there. And I mean that's only a few miles away from uh, Big Trees, and that's that place that we won that one year when it was covered with snow. Yeah, Big Trees. And a little snow trip. That's can crazy. Get big. Yeah. That far north is not. It's gee, it's February. It's supposed yeah. to be cold as shit. Oh no, no, yeah. we're 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 heading right back to a drought. The snowpack is bad this year. Yeah, twenty wow. percent of normal. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was it was nice. It, you know, the hike was nice. You know, ignoring all the implications of being able to do the hike in yeah. February in shorts and a t-shirt without a jacket. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, oh man! Yeah, your dad said something because it's not even your Instagram. I don't know if you posted anything. I don't follow you. I followed. I didn't even know you had an Instagram. Yeah, I just use it for set designs. But now oh, and then, okay. when I'm just poking around looking for something to do, I'll let's see. Blades. There's your boy. Because he said something like, "Man, there should be snow here" or something in one of the pictures. But it looked really cool. Yeah, no, it's actually a really nice trail. It's called the Arnold Rim Trail. I, I had never heard about it. I, I Normally what I do is when I want to go hiking, I just look on all trails for something that looks good. And I saw it on there. I was looking for something relatively close. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's always a pain to go hike somewhere west because traffic is always such a pain going into the Bay Area. So, so I tried to do something, um, you know to the east up in the Sierra Nevada mm-hmm. and national parks can get so expensive. So oh, yeah. this one is actually free. So that was nice. Cool. <laughs> right on. You ever do Mont Diablo? I haven't yet. No. Let's see. I heard it's pretty strenuous. I plan to relatively soon now that I'm in a lot better shape than I was. Sure. What about big basin? Big Basin. Where's Big Basin? I have actually, I, I actually have uh, some pictures on my Instagram of my hike in Big Basin. Yeah, right I on. Love, I oh, love Santa hiking. Cruz. The... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz Mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I took acid there once. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever done acid in pack, but it was uh, it was amazing. Like in Big Basin. Yeah, like well, camping. so oh, nice. Yeah, we were we were camping and we were hiking, and so it was, it was really really an interesting time for me. My so my friend uh, Mike was was in town from Chicago, and um, I was a massage therapist at the time, and so uh, 
Mike just was was doing this weird like green tortoise type um, like hostile to bus to, to thing like, you know, traveling around the, the West Coast. And uh, he just he had a day or two to, to, you know, hang out. So I'm like, cool. And like he had tried to get me to do acid once in Chicago. But I was like, nah, man, like I'm not into that because uh, like I didn't realize that he had done it the first time. He was just like, here, man eat this and i was like what no no i'm not gonna no so but, you know but the next time i you know we fully planned he was like hey if i bring this would you would you i'm like sure you know so we we take it at noon and then we start hiking and he is really really physically fit and i am not <laughs> for our listeners i am a, you know i'm a large dude uh and so you know he's like fuck this he's like i don't need a trail you know, it's like, I'm going to go through the brush and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to try this. And this is like waist to chest high, like actual brush that this dude is trying to walk through. And I'm like, okay, man, like I, I'm going to go back to the trail. Right. And then it, so it starts kicking in at about one o'clock. Right. And we're like, you know, we're, we're going, we're the whole point of our journey was to, to go to Semperverance Falls, which I didn't really know what it was, but it, it said on the map, like Semperverance Falls. And I'm like, oh waterfall sure like that sounds fun right like let's go look at this waterfall so we track and we track and we track for like what seemed like hours and hours you know and 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 he's going fast at a real clipping pace and it's kind of a steep climb <clears throat> and and so my my whole life my whole existence is just going just going and going <laughs> and going and going right and that's what it always has been but i know that it hasn't but in my mind my tripping mind i was like but what if this was it but what if this was my entire mind? What if there are people out there in the world whose whole life is only going and they don't think about anything else? And they never stop to think about the fact that there's a mosquito right by their face right now, like mine is, you know, like it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I was in a really weird headspace, you know? Um, but so we get to the falls and it's just this little trickle of water. And it was such a disappointing thing. And he's like, well, do you want to keep going? And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go. Right. So at one point, like I, I stopped sweating and I pissed brown and I was like, Hey, like, I think I might be dehydrated. <laughs> he was like, really? I was like, yeah, like maybe we sit down for a little bit. Right. And so I poured a little bit of water on my head and I drank a little bit and I ate some grapes, you know, cause I remembered I, I was fresh in my mind, like dehydration training. Like I, I had done it real recently in massage school. So I was like, okay, you know, because, uh, you know, you have to tell your clients to keep hydrated and stuff. So I was like, maybe we, we do that, you know, so it was great. Fine. I, I got completely better and we continued hiking and we made it up to the top of this, like, smooth. We, we started walking on the smooth, like, river, like, like it used to be like a river bed, but it was just smooth rock down the mountainside. Hmm. And so we were walking up this thing and we, we, you know, there's other people there and I'm like, they know, Mike, they know, they know we're tripping. And he's like, no, man, shh, it's cool. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally get up to this point and we we sit down we turn around and we look and we see the entire basin and it just like extends like a cartoon wall you know mm -hmm. it like stretched in the entire world and i felt the whole existence just go whew, like this is it and we sat there for so long just staring at that and then finally it was starting to get dark, and so we went back. We didn't get back to our campsite until 11.30 midnight, right? And so it's dark. It's pitch dark. And, you know, we're there. We, we knew how to go. We were on the path this way, and we're walking in the dark with flashlights. And we get back to the thing, and, and um, 
you know, we, we stretched and we sat down, we had all this food and we, we like finally, we were coming down and all of a sudden we hear this rustling and we look around something like rustling in our camp, in our food and like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And so we look up and there's this raccoon like in our food and I'm like, oh shit. Like, and I get into my instant like fighting position, right. And I grab <laughs> my knife and I'm like ready. Like I'm ready. Like there's a fucking raccoon here. And Mike's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. And I was like, what do you mean, man? It's a fucking wild animal. Like, what do you mean? He's like, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. And he's calm as a cucumber. And then all of a sudden Mike out of nowhere, and he shouted super loud and it scared the fucking <laughs> shit out of me. And it scared the raccoon and the raccoon left. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't need to murder it that's good yeah exactly i didn't yeah. need to fight it with my knife <laughs> man oh so man that's, yeah big basin that's what i think about when i think about hiking <laughs> tripping balls on acid and fucking trying to fight a raccoon did, did i ever tell you guys about hetch hetchy when i did hetch hetchy with my with my friend i probably have yeah but go ahead i don't know it was just this is similar but just being real drunk <laughs> inebriated hiking is best hiking oh yeah i mean t- like you're describing something or you guys are probably hiking out there for like six to eight hours yeah and and it wasn't even phasing you like you were sober you would have been just like going uh that's stop right i would have been like nine hours yeah exactly exactly <laughs> but when you have other stuff going on you're just like dude there's another thing let's keep going right right and just look at this. Look at the fucking, yeah, the trees. Let's climb yeah. a waterfall, which is just, don't ever do that, listeners. Never, never. <laughs> We're just drunk. We're like, word, yeah, let's climb this waterfall. Anything that has waterfall. the word fall in it, don't climb it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything that's that by design has rocks yeah. covered in water with more water oh, pouring sure. down, don't yeah. climb that. Maybe, yeah, maybe you stay clear of that. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man. Gentlemen, my martini glass is empty. Oh no. I think I'm going to switch to scotch. Okay. Are you still doing keto? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's straight alcohol. Sure. Gin is not really fun by itself. That's true. No. <laughs> so. Now, am I wrong? Can you? Oh, wait. No, we talked about this. You, you also technically cannot have tequila. Yeah, I mean. That's where my alcohol. brain always goes. People are like, oh, I'm doing no carb. Like, oh, cool. So you can still drink tequila. <laughs> yeah, I mean, alcohol is alcohol. It just yeah. burns, you know, quicker. Like, yeah. and I think anything over seventy percent, so like seventy proof, doesn't really have not seventy percent. Anything over seventy proof mm-hmm. is is essentially the same thing, like one to zero carbs. But it, but it's still alcohol that has to burn before you can go back into ketosis and burn fat. You know why right. I looked in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> I do that. My scotch is not in the fridge. <laughs> What kind of scotch do you have? Uh, it's actually the last of the cask mates, the, oh. the Jameson, but it's been in my flask. Cool. So I filled up the flask first, and then I killed the bottle, and now I'm going to empty the flask into a glass with some ice. Not empty. Not empty. Because let's, let's be reasonable here. <laughs> but uh, as I slam it onto the ground, did you hear that? No. It was the... The Stanley Steel flask hitting the counter. Wow! I did not. Yeah, I mean, right. I heard a little bit of background noise, but nothing that would have indicated that specifically. Zach, have you had much occasion to use your uh, your flask that I got you? Uh, I think once, and I used it just to use it. Yeah, 
I've actually I've actually planned to use it a couple times for and just to bring it on and hikes just for the hell of it. But then I always forget to do it the night before. The night before. Oh sure. And the morning of, I'm in such a hurry that I forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I've used it just to use it also. Oh, except for the wedding that we went to, which is another story. Um, I used it there. But <laughs> <laughs> James, I got I got all of our all of my groomsmen um, flasks with a shot glass in it. Oh, so right in the on. center, you pop out the center, and then it's one of these collapsible little cups, and it's a little shot glass. So. Oh, legit! I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Those are awesome. Those are fantastic. Yeah, but it, yeah, it needed. We pulled out all of our flasks. So Zach, we James and I went to a wedding in December. <laughs> yeah, and we were. First of all, no one was given any information about this wedding because apparently they didn't know either. Oh, <laughs> until like right before it <laughs> until right before they like they didn't oh know where God. the reception was and stuff. Like we found out as we arrived to the wedding where the reception was. What? <laughs> and so I we happened Surprise! to have, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I uh m- my wife and I happened to have an in with someone who hangs out with the person who was the maid of honor all the time for a little bit of extra information. Yeah. So he was able to tell us that uh, they were not going to be serving alcohol at this wedding. We were like, are Ooh. you kidding me? I'm not doing this. So yeah. emergency mode, we filled up all the flasks and uh, brought them with us and, <laughs> and helped share the wealth. Like Judd, James and his wife were sitting behind us and... <laughs> I just remember yes. like saying hello, sitting down, and then pulling like a flask out of my inside pocket and just handing it back. Yeah. Immediately, <laughs> let's get ready for this. But the funny thing was that um, it was at the Ambler's Club, and it turned out that this there was this little back room that all the servers kept coming in and out of. And at some point, someone went and looked in. They're like, there's a whole bar in here. Like, there's just a bar. <laughs> and so a bunch of us went in, and we you know, went belly up to the bar and then someone who was just, who like was an ambler. He just happened to be there. He was like, yeah, hell yeah. Why not? I'll serve you guys alcohol. So then (laughs) about 25% of the attendance of this wedding left the wedding reception, found out about this secret bar, (laughs) just went into where the bar was and just did not go back out to the wedding. Oh my god! Did they, did they give like a reason for not and wanting to serve alcohol? Because they would have had still to rent it somehow. Oh, still okay. somehow there wasn't enough food to go around. Yeah, <laughs> people. Oh my god! The diet tables were being like, "Hey, like I never got called for food, and like it's all out. Like what the fuck? There's no food. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if the secret bar hadn't have been found, then we would have left pretty early. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we, uh, baby bad. or something. We gotta right. go. Yeah, yeah, baby or something. Yeah, <laughs> which we've pulled. We've pulled in the past. Literally, baby or something. <laughs> oh no! Oh, what's this text? Oh, yeah, something's wrong with with Holly. <laughs> we gotta go. So, <laughs> my wife is doing a fireball shot. It's way too loud. Hey, no, no, no. No, it's fun. Yeah. No, for the baby. Yeah. That was... Oh, okay. What? Listen, she needs to know what's up with Fireball, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's time. You wait. It's gonna wake be her that first baby up. word. Fireball, Fireball. <laughs> up her arms. 
<laughs> oh, so here we are. Mini handed a fireball shot. Yes. Oh, yes. Cheers. Take that shit. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. All right, some water. Here we go. Thank you, dear. All right, I have now woo, had uh, another shot. Nice. <laughs> it's going on five years since I've had Fireball. Have, right I'm, you say that proudly or like regretfully? Both. Like, oh, <laughs> it's a quick and easy fun night. We keep our bottle in the in the freezer. Nice. Oh, nice. And the so only it's reason cold and hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, it goes down way easier when it's cold. Now, now, if you if we have a warm fireball shot, it's like, oh, this is the grossest thing that's ever <laughs> happened. So, with, probably this week I'll check it. It's been over two months now, but I put a jar of whiskey with a cinnamon stick in the cupboard. Yeah. Oh. Um, had a little taste. It tasted pretty good. That might just be what we do is we get something better and put cinnamon sticks in it and then leave it alone for a while. <laughs> and vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Holiday. Here we come. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right. Where were we before that happened? The wedding. Uh, yeah. Your fun, your fun wedding. Fun wedding. Yes. Fun, fun. So I'm looking at my list of things to talk about, and I had one that I wrote a long time ago. I can't even remember when. And then today I wrote one, and they're both kind of connected. Hmm. So the, the first one was, what is a line that you've drawn in the sand? Whether, you know, how, however small it was. Like just a personal line that you've been like, no, this is the point for me. Oh, like the, you know. I, I've got I've got one that's a little weird. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I made it to age 15 without ever having seen a movie with Drew Barrymore. <laughs> On purpose? <laughs> no, I just I just happened to not have ever seen a movie with Drew Barrymore in it. And uh, so okay. then I drew a line in the sand. I was like, okay, that's just uh, going to be a thing about me then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually and trying so to recommend a show to him the other day. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can't recommend this to him because it has Drew Barrymore. Is in it, it that uh, disjointed? Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, that Santa one, yeah. Diet, yeah. Yeah, I've heard good things, Dude, but okay. uh, I won't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> Just because. Yeah. So the the movie game that we play, you know the movie game. It's a round robin where you, it's basically like six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon, but without the end game, right? So it's it's like a, one person says an, uh, a movie, and then the next person says an actor from that movie and another movie they were in, and then an actor, and then another movie, and an actor, another movie, Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I did. I did this as a weird improv game with a friend for a long time. Right. So uh, I played in Chicago and my roommates just used to love to circle around Bruce Willis movies. Right. And so I used to like have this like disdain for fucking Bruce Willis. Like I would I just would never, ever say it in a game. And they would like always try and corner me like, you know, ha, like we've said every single other actor besides, you know, him in Pulp Fiction. Like now go like tell Tell us somebody else, you know, and <laughs> so, yeah, I fully know that just like, fuck you. Like, no, I'm not going to say, you know, yeah. stupid. it's a stupid line that I drew in the sand, but it was my line. Damn it. <laughs> I used to do the, the game. What we would do is we would say like, um, hey, have you seen that movie Sixth Sense? And then the other person would say, 
Oh, is that the one with Robert Duvall? It's it's a really it was a really hard game to follow. So, I named a movie with Haley Joel Osment. Then they named, um, they went to another Haley Joel Osment movie, Secondhand Lions, and said, "Is that the one with him?" And then you say, "No, um, but uh, it's the one with Michael Caine." No, 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 right. no. Then you you alternate actor movie. So then, oh, okay, is that the one with Robert Duvall? Um, I did a bad start because I was looking at Bruce Willis movies. <laughs> um, Secondhand Lions had who? Robert Michael Duvall, Caine. Michael Caine. Okay, so then the you could go from Michael Caine. You could go. Oh no, 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 no! It's the it's uh, the that Batman Begins. You remember Batman Begins? Oh. That's right. You're talking about the one with fucking um, like uh, Uma Thurman. One. Thank you. Like you but jump- wait, no, that's another Batman. Because then I know who you're talking about, though. But I was going to go with Heath Ledger. That's an interesting game. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So it was it was real hard. It was weird to watch for anyone else. Yeah. But, but as that. soon as you get it, you're like, ah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, that, I'm way that's... too bad with actor names to ever go anywhere with that game. <laughs> I, you are surprisingly better than you think. Most people are. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's probably about 20 or 30 actors that you would just know based on their face or their name. Right. Like, I mean, we could name some right now. You know, Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise, you know, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. um, you know, name Our... a girl, name any female actress. <laughs> Uma Thurman, Kitty yeah, Holmes, just, fucking, yeah. that's the other one. Kate Winslet. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cameron Diaz. It's exactly. It's just not something that you spend time thinking about most of the time. But it's there. You know it more more than you think that you do. You give yourself more credit than that. And that's the thing. Like people well, thank watch. You. <laughs> he's like, no, it's not for me. And people are that way. It's either it's either this game is interesting to me, or this game sounds like bullshit, and I'm not going to play this game. <laughs> But, uh, I fell behind on notes. Attending bad weddings, lines in the Zach. What is your line in the sand? Oh, I don't have one nearly as fun as CJ's. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I've tried to be open. I guess the one, the only one I can think of is uh, I have never done drugs and I don't have any plan to. Um, Excellent. Yeah, I mean, what it's it's it is it's whatever. I mean, now that I'm older, it's pretty much one of those things where. With the profession I'm in, it would be a a very bad thing to get yeah, caught doing drugs idea. in the first place. So it's kind of like a no-brainer not to even bother doing anything with that. Sure. You don't have anything else? Like you're never going to go to... I'm try- I, I, was, I was trying to think. I can't think of... But I also have the memory of a goldfish. So if I made a... Line in the sand uh, five years ago. Cross it accidentally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I was going to name a terrible state. Like I'll never go to Mississippi. I don't ever plan to go to Mississippi. I, well, I don't plan to, but it, like if someone bought me a plane ticket to Mississippi, I mean, yeah, like I'm not anti it. Yeah, if I have to. Oh man, if you look at like the ranked states list, the bottom of every list, <laughs> number fifty, there it is, Mississippi. No, that's the worst. Yeah, I'm sure, man. Yeah. Like what? But not talking shit on any. Listen, if any of our listeners are from Mississippi, we apologize. Oh, it's an impoverished. <laughs> it's an impoverished state, and that's that's most of it. The, that's, they know. They yeah. Know. Yeah. The tallest building in Mississippi is is very short. I think thirty feet. 
<laughs> Let's see, tallest building. It's aggressively short. It's aggressively <laughs> short. In Mississippi is da 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 three hundred and forty six feet. Wow. Which in floors? Man. Let's see, three, four, six feet in floors. Fifteen. Convert feet to story. Three, four, six. Convert. Thirty-one floors. Hmm. Oh, 30, nice. Thirty-one, thirty-two. Thirty-one, thirty-two. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, that's a fairly, you know, that's a that's a skyscraper. And that's in the capital of Mississippi. What's the capital of Mississippi? Uh, no one knows. But let's see. It's the it's a casino hotel. <laughs> no one knows. Not even Mississippian. <laughs> it is Beau Rivage Casino in Biloxi, Mississippi. The capital oh. of Mississippi is Jackson. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, their flag has the Confederate flag as a part of mm-hmm. their state flag. Yeah, you didn't know that? I forgot it, I think. Mm. <laughs> On purpose? <laughs> yeah, most yeah. likely. Black study your memory, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be fun for every black person who lives there. Do they still? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, that's where it is. Like, you can go wherever you want, people. Yeah, let's You're see. Free. Let's look more into Mississippi. Demographics. Ancestry. Demographics. So they are thirty-seven percent black. Wow. About sixty percent white, and there's Wait, almost is it? There's almost none of them. There's no else. other race. <laughs> half a percent. Asians are yeah. Half a percent Sorry. American Indian. Almost a full percent Asian. A little over a full percent multiracial. And what does that even mean? I have no idea. I can click a link to see what multiracial that's, American means. That's the sheriff going out. Nah, we don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, multiracial Americans are Americans who have mixed ancestry of two or more races. So that's everyone. All right. I mean, yes. If anyone ever has one single race, like. Your that's... eyes are a little close together. and uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gonna say mongoloid but is that an offensive term yes to somebody who's not one is it is it uh it's a down syndrome right so but all mongoloids are referring to people with down syndrome now the question so okay i have we we had these friends that were like older than us that were that, that had an adult child who had uh downs and they were the funniest people they were both nurses and and again it's a gray line because it's them talking about it but they 100 percent like like had like stickers, like bumper stickers that said, you know, our very own mongoloid and, and that sort of thing, like mongoloid pride, like, and that sort of thing. Wow. Like, and they loved, so there, there was a, and, and the reason this came about was because there was a video online, uh, like on YouTube a while ago, um, uh, down syndrome cop, retarded police cop, retarded police officer. Oh right? yeah. 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 And, that was actually like really, it was, that was very nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Like he, I mean, you know, good on that dude. But they loved that show, and they were like, "No, it's not even offensive. You're allowed to say that when you have your own mongoloid." And I was like, "Okay, you know." But Boy, but I, I do not remember them saying mongoloid on that show because they're always no, really no. careful. Yeah, 
That was mediocre films, Greg Benson. It was like it was very well done, and that's the entire reason Greg Benson has a career. <laughs> Boobies. <laughs> what what's the show? Retarded Policeman, I think. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Let's see. Um apparently let's let me finish. Yeah, it's called Retarded Policeman. Um looking at the Wikipedia article about Mongoloid and I go down to the section that says as a term for down syndrome um, up until the nineties, it was totally fine to say that up until the nineties, it was totally fine to say all shit. And then the fucking yeah. PC things that happened, you could say retarded until the nineties coined in 1908. It remained in medical usage until the fifties. Okay. In 61, it was used by a group of genetic experts due to its... Oh, they were trying to say, like, stop using it because it has misleading connotations because Mongoloid, in reality, refers to people of Mongol... Mongolian. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's what I would have thought. The term but oid con- is kind of a weird suffix, Well, because right? it's like, it's like, uh, sort of like, 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 uh, Mongolian-ish. Right. Mongolian, but like that's full on human. Like the oid is like diminutive, right? Like an android or like a it's like human esque. Right? Like yeah. that's, that's where it becomes offensive, right? It's it's like you're like a Mongol kinda human. Kinda. <laughs> yes, sorta. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. By the end of the twentieth century the pejorative connotations of the obsolete term for Down syndrome had in turn rubbed off on the term for the racial category. So then just everyone said we need to stop using this word at all. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Because it Is was it because of the similar features, the round roundedness. Of, yeah, of, and the eyes Mongol. and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. so apparently, in, now we say East Asian instead of Mongoloid. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, there you are, Mongoloid. Features of Mongoloid people. Yikes! Oh my God. Can we call oh. this episode "Features of Mongoloid People"? Please, I'll do it right oh now. My. <laughs> <laughs> Features of Mongoloid people. Oh, Lord. Makes it so much easier to publish when we already have it figured out beforehand. (laughs) The skin of Asians turns darker and yellower with age relative to the skin of Caucasians. Okay. Now they're talking about skulls and stuff. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah, someone get out your calipers. Yeah. Start (laughs) measuring people's skulls and saying why it makes them lesser. Like that Google guy, I I do not believe that the freaking weirdo Google guy did not like do a press conference where he had a woman up on stage with him and used calipers on her head. <laughs> Someone at Columbia did a study on fat distribution of 358 prepubertal children, and the study said that Asians have less gynoid fat than African-Americans and more relative trunk fat than Caucasians, but less relative extremity fat than Caucasians. So they just have beer bellies. Yeah, they're fatter in the middle, but they don't get the the little, what do they call it, a fupa? (laughs) Fupa. Yeah, they don't get a fupa. They just get a big old belly. Right. Yeah, get a big old belly, and they don't get thick legs or, or arms. Okay. Like my my dad is built like an Asian, apparently. (laughs) <laughs> he just gets fat in the middle, but he's got chicken legs. I remember that about your dad. For yeah. some reason, that's something that stuck out to me, and I remembered it. He's super duper fat, but he wears like Wranglers, and it's like, what? 
But when I met him, he <laughs> was wearing like shorts. Oh yeah, that's even worse. So I so I, I for <laughs> sure saw his legs. See it, you're like what? You're like how are you standing, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he's got very skinny legs. Really, really skinny. He's he's embarrassed about it. Like still, is he? But uh, oh yeah, I mean his whole life, like you know, chicken legs. Yeah. You know, and no matter what, he could never never get any sort of bigger. You know, but he does have a nice gut. He does he's barrel chested. Yeah. And it's uh, and he's huge, and it, it's like it's a wonder that he stands because he also wears cowboy boots, and one of his legs is shorter than the other, and he's got a <laughs> he's got two fake knees now. So it's a wonder <laughs> oh, he's just, wonder he's still upright. Yeah. He so when in uh, two thousand one he fell off his horse. He was he was doing a healing. Do you know what, what uh, a healer is with uh, with a horse? Mm-hmm. So it's in in. In a rodeo term, there's uh, when you're roping, there's a header and a healer, and the header goes after the horns of the bull, and the healer goes after the feet or the foot, right? So, so that was what what he was doing, and he was just practicing, and and the steer came out of the chute, and the horse did what it was supposed to, and cut to the right to follow the steer. He wasn't paying attention. He flipped end over end. My dad did off the horse, and he fell, and he broke his right femur in. Uh, Upwards in seven and a half inches across. Oh my god! So it shattered. Yeah. So he had to get a rod through his femur and then like a couple of pins in his knee and stuff. And then, like about three or four years ago, he was working on top of a roof at Kaiser, and the there was a, a board that was rotten, and he stepped right through it and broke his knee and fell down, and like the same knee, the same one that had the, like the rods in it, and so. <laughs> <laughs> like they had to like replace it, but the doctor was looking at it like, well, there's a fucking titanium rod in here. <laughs> so he, they tr- they tried to pull it out first, and it didn't work. And then they were like banging on it, and like the doctor had to stop because he was like, well, so this might actually shatter you- the rest of your leg. So we had this- so they just ground it, they just ground it down, and then they used that titanium and fused it onto the current one. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like. <laughs> He's like the Terminator. That's crazy. <laughs> but they were skinny before all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. No, they, see, the thing that stuck out to me, because like, like you say, it's chicken legs, is that regardless <laughs> of his of his belly, he had thin legs just in general. Yeah. If he like, had... for a thin man, they're thin legs. Yes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> But we can stop piling on your dad now. So. No, I mean he knows. He knows, and he's got a goofy ass walk too. He walks like even before like he fucked up his legs. Like we one time he he was doing this like stock like truck race where he was like somehow like the race car driver, either volunteer or like he paid for it or somehow I don't know. I was I was I was young, hmm. but like he was like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet away from us. We were up in the stands, and he was down way far away, and. Uh, my stepmom picked him out of a crowd based on, <laughs> on the fact that he was walking like a duck. He's like, there oh. he is. I can see his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, no joke. There he is. And I was like, oh, yeah. We all looked at his feet. Like, ah, there he's gone. Yeah. I see him walking. <laughs> I do that, too. I can't. This came up when, because I have bad hips. And so at one point I was sent to physical therapy. And Oh, yeah. So the just the, the way, it's, it's a family thing because my grandpa's like this. I've got an ant like this it's just it's a genetic thing but the way my hips are set up is they're super open and natural for me is really wide for normal people and if i try like 
it doesn't hurt at all. I can turn my feet backwards. They can sure. face behind me, and that's it's no problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little <laughs> no. weird to see. Sex, <laughs> like no, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll show you sometime, buddy. <laughs> um, so they kept at physical therapy. They kept trying to fix my walk. They're like, oh, because of your hip pain, this keeps happening. And then eventually, I was like, wait, you're trying to fix like my my duck walk, my waddle. They're like, yeah, it's because your hips are so bad. I'm like, no, that's the way my hips are. Yeah, sorry. And then, <laughs> and then I showed them my turning my feet backwards thing. They're like, oh, oh, okay. We need to solve a different problem here then. Yeah. <laughs> Do your hips pop ever? Uh, rarely, and I always hope they don't. It's a, Mine do yeah. multiple times a day. Yeah, that's something that John is always telling me. Like, oh, just pop your hips and it'll be great. Like, no, that's not that's not gonna solve it. It's it's bad uh, tendons, right? Bursitis is tendons. Yeah, yeah. I think. I hear Zach researching it. <laughs> no, no, no. It, I I wanted to make sure before I was researched. I wanted to make sure I gave you the right information. It's not tendon. There's a something called a bursa. That's a sac filled with fluid that acts as cushions for joints. That's what it is. Is what the bursitis is. Yeah. yeah so I have I have the bursa in my in my mostly the, the my tendons right would be you know tendonitis. Oh, that sounds that sounds correct. <laughs> would make sense. Because the the, the itis name of is, yeah, the itis is what indicates the inflammation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, and there's a difference between itis and osis. So my mom has a stomach thing. Because itis is like a very severe pointed. It's an inflammation. An inflammation. Well, yeah, itis just indicates inflammation. Yeah. And osis is just like. Uh, like a, a state or condition. Like yeah. Neurosis just would be a, a state of, you know, n- uh, neurological. I thought condition. it was a degenerative state. But it, but is it just a state of being? I think it's just a state. As far as I know, it's just a state. Because she has something, it's something she has with her stomach. Where her stomach is not smooth tubes all the way down. There are little, like, bubbles off to the side here and there. Diverticulosis. Exactly. Diverticulosis. And sometimes Which can also be diverticulitis. Sometimes it turns into diverticulitis when the wrong things get caught in the little bubbles on the side. Mm. Does your mom like popcorn? She um does eat popcorn all the time. I was over there tonight and as I threw something away I noticed that she had popcorn for dinner. Cause I've heard that that can be a direct cause of diverticulosis. I've also heard that like ninety percent of Americans have some form of diverticulosis because of our diets. Of the shit that we eat? Yeah. yeah. That would make sense. So she sometimes has gets diverticulitis, and then she has to switch to white foods. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that woman, it's like, it's even growing up, she had a very narrow amount of things she could eat, but like every year she adds 30 things to the list of things she can't eat anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like by the time she dies, she's just going to be eating rice every day. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Tons of people do that. Yeah. It's totally fine. She pre- pretty much eats rice and bread and chicken. And popcorn. Lots of popcorn. 
Because that was a thing. I didn't know it was not normal until later, but like a common dinner for us would be that we would both have a bag of microwaved popcorn with like a big piece of cheese. Dude, yeah. 30 grams of fat and fucking, what is it, a couple hundred calories, right? Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. That's all you need. That's all you need. She was also very into all kinds of weird 90s diets or exercises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I always think, like, yeah. what the hell were you thinking? But then I remember, like, she was 25 when she had me in 90. So she was like. Right. And that's what everyone was doing. Yeah. She was like a young woman throughout throughout. Well, that see, whole and that's the thing. Like, before the internet, man, people were fucking stupid. People were just yeah. idiots all around because the only way that you could get new knowledge was either to go and learn it from the library or to listen to other people. Yep. And it was yeah, it's really weird thing. thinking back to, you know, even when we were just growing up, not having access to, you know, the Internet at all times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, like did, I, this, yeah, she did this exercise that I look back on it and I'm like, that was there's no way that was safe. It was, <laughs> <laughs> she had it was a home exercise thing. So you put it in the VHS and then you had this probably six foot wide little sheet thing that you kind of put down on the ground with like bumpers on either side. Okay. And then she put these, like, you know what a contractor puts on his shoes before he walks in your house? Yeah. Little buffer pads, something like that. And then she like slid back and forth in front of the TV. Oh, I remember that. I wanted that so bad. What was that thing called? I don't remember that. Ski, ski fit, something. Maybe. I skate fit, skate to fit. I remember that exact fucking video, and I, ha- but my mom never got it for me. I was so upset. I well, I looking back on it, <laughs> I was like, that's the worst possible idea because there's so much that could go wrong, and you just go careening over the side of your little piece of plastic you threw down on the ground and land on your coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that was the same company that came out with lawn darts. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, God, long darts. Throw it up in there and then run. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, but what were you saying before that? The, the internet something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just that. People are stupid. Skate fit exer. Exercise is a word I consistently spell wrong. I'm a very good speller. But it's oh, a I'm in there. <laughs> and there's not an O. Because that's talking about demons. Skate, Exorcise the demons. Skate <laughs> dance? Workout? Skate dance? Skate dance workout. Pop sugar? No, that's not it. It's just a video of someone dancing. <laughs> Exercise video 90s. I've never looked this up. Oh, they were fun. Best 90s workouts. I don't want to sign up for Vogue. Oh, come on. Uh, figure skating. Apparently in the 90s, everyone went and did figure skating to get Yes, we did. Because of... (laughs) Remember, there was was a figure skater named Dominique something. And we had a guy at our school named Dominic, and he never lived it down. (laughs) (laughs) He would get so mad. Hey, Dominique. And he got, Dominic, motherfucker. All right, figure skating, supermodel fitness... What? Apparently it's instructional aerobics via VHS that you <laughs> to target tiny tiny groups of muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Speed walking, rollerblading, 
Voguing. What? Voguing was a thing, dude. What? What is? What is that? I just read you what Voguing. it says here. It says Madonna. Yeah, Madonna it's was when you onto take something. Your hand and make like a ninety degree angle up and down your face. You vogue, and you pretend like you're being like photographed by a model, by a you know, a, a, like a modeling agency, like a photographer. So you like you, you like flex your muscles and then hold it in a position. Yeah, and then you like like you make a picture, you make a pose. Like Vogue is you know she created that word, or no? I I mean yeah, I guess the magazine was already around. It's right? a French word for um, like style. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you create stuff. That makes sense. Wow, that's kind of meta, actually, when you think about it. Vogue, <laughs> strike a pose. Vogue. Let me let me check my vocab on that. Uh, Vogue. I want Vogue translation. I used to be very good at French, and I've lost all of it. Let's. See. I have never been good at French at all. En vogue is <laughs> yeah, it's in fashion, fashionable. It was the only class, other drama and French class. Those are the only two classes where I never had to try very hard, and I just got it. C'est très en vogue en ce moment. It's, it just means in fashion. Have you? Did you see uh, Boeing? Boeing? No. Okay, so there was an actress who had a French accent. Supposed hmm. to have a French accent. Okay, I'm thinking it, of the three, and I'm not having big, uh, four. big hopes. There's four. four. Who's yeah, the fourth? The you fourth. put you put pictures of three out, and all of them, and one of them looked like a little person. No, yeah, none of the uh, none of the flight attendants. It was the the maid. Think older, mm-hmm. right? Okay. <clears throat> I don't want to say her name. I know. I'm gonna I'm sense. gonna do my own due diligence to find out her name. Yeah, yeah. But so, anyways, uh, the accent, like she did a good job most of the time, but but she said the word Monsieur. Monsieur, mm. and I, it just bothered the fucking shit out of me because I know what mailed <laughs> means. Mailed means shit, yeah, literally. And and like so, there was a bit within the show, and it's so one of the characters is named Robert Lambert, and Robert Lambert shows up, and the French maid introduces him, and I thought it would be funny for for them to be her to be like, uh, "There's a Monsieur Lambert here to see you." And, yeah. But she didn't. There's a Monsieur Lambert here to see you. And he's like, Cause the next line is Lambert Lambert. I don't know a Lambert. And then he's like, Oh, Robert Lambert. But it makes sense to me. He's like Lambert Lambert. I don't fucking know a Lambert. Oh, Lambert. Cause he's from America. Yeah. But you know, but <laughs> either way. <laughs> oh, you had, uh, whoa, what? hang on. Now I'm just going to look at this picture of the cast. Oh, that's, she loves me. It's like, wait, I didn't yeah. know that these people were in Boeing, Boeing. And she loves me. Uh, <laughs> like, there's so many people here. Well, like, there's a few specific <laughs> ones. Or I'm like, I, I think I would have heard about that. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> Where's a cast list? Anyways, she, I mean, she did a very good job otherwise. She had a great energy. But just, you know, and I'm, I'm particular when it comes to accents. Yeah, like because of, you know that's just where my ear goes. I focus right on it. And well, the, like... the the nice thing about French is to, um, in order to pronounce it correctly, it's like it's like uh, Hawaiian. There are no letters in the Hawaiian language that are pronounced differently. They're pronounced one way, and that's it. Right, and so it's the same with French vowels, and that's the key to speaking French. 
They're all pronounced the same. A E I O U is a u e o u. Right. And so unless there's an accent on it, that's how you say it in the word. So monsieur is e u u. That's how you have right. to say it because it's i e u. So you say monsieur monsieur. Right. Right. Thank you. I'm glad that you put that into words. <laughs> it's because it's it's <laughs> super specific. Unfortunately, let's see. Miscast dreams. Where is so the cast the, list? The, the, Got it. By the way, the workout thing, I think, is called a slide board. Slide board? That sounds correct. Oh, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see her not correct, not correctly pronouncing things and then just moving. But, on. I mean, she did it. She did a fantastic job. I, I also believe Nonetheless, that. I, I'm a stickler for fucking correct accents. You have to. Yep. Slide board. That's it. Yep. She was now, doing I'm not this. Sure what it was called in the 90s. She was doing that this in looks- our living room. Yeah, that looks unsafe. It looks very unsafe. And like going hard because they were like, yeah, come on, come on. You got to do it. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Looking up (laughs) pictures of it right now. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Yeah. Yeah. I can can see it like in a gym and stuff like that. But like seriously, in your living room, you're doing this? Dude, I would love to. I legitimately want like I thought that would have been so fun. I will fall down. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you make a barrier with pillows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I could see that. <laughs> we keep having to rearrange our house because of different stages of the baby. So she's yeah, I imagine. <laughs> so you guys have been over when there's been the playpen, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, playpen's gone now because she's oh, yeah, yeah. She's pre-walking. She did not want to go in the playpen ever anymore. So it was like, well, this is taking up room. So now yeah. So why not? Yeah. Yeah. So now the coffee table's all the way up against the television because she kept going up to the television when Teletubbies were on and like beating on it because she was so excited to look at the Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to push the coffee table in front <laughs> so that she could not get to the television to hit it. She, she just hits the coffee table. She's so excited about the Teletubbies. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we eventually this weekend yesterday, I was like, uh, this playpen is just taking up space. So now took it down, got rid of it and just kind of, she has just toys in the living room now. And uh, where was I going with this? Moving different things, stages of baby. Different stages of baby. Oh, yeah. Are you well, going to get her a bouncer? A uh, no, she's past that. Thing? That was... Okay. So, bouncer was like three months to nine months. She was okay. all about it. And it was a great way for dad to take a shower. Sure. Put something cool on the TV, stick her in the bouncer, keep an ear out for anything crazy happening, and... Get, get a nice shower in. <laughs> and uh but she lost interest in that when she started crawling and now that she's almost walking she just wants to move along the edges of things and so we keep having to this just this was an a to c thing because i was thinking about how you would have to move your furniture around in order to have one of these in your home a oh, baby yeah yeah um no, no no in order to have the slide board <laughs> oh that makes sense too <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, yeah yeah that was my a to c Anyway, so now there's my story about moving my furniture every two months because she's in a new phase of life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we my have dog to... stays at the same phase in life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm getting another dog this coming Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah? I just want a little another one dog. or another big one? A little. 
bigger than Rufio, want, but dude, I want another dog too. I want another dog. Not gonna lie, even though we have a cat and we're not supposed to have a cat, don't tell my landlord. Okay. We <laughs> we only paid for the dog, but I want another little dog. I think Rufio needs a little puppy, a little friend. Yeah, and I, I know I didn't like little dogs until I got Rufio. No, Rufio not is a not dog. a little dog. Rufio is a cool sized dog. Yeah, he's a mid. I would say he's a small to mid sized yeah. dog. Because there are like toy, you know, like teacup little dogs, like that are like tiny, tiny dogs that are you know kind of like rats. Yes. But like, but there are also giant, big Malamutes and fucking you know, like bull mastiff dogs that, that are like yeah. horses. <laughs> well, my biggest criteria for a dog is always that it has to be a dog shaped dog. A dog-shaped dog. A chihuahua is not a dog-shaped dog. No, in fact. <laughs> well, some of them. If you get, like, a really long-legged one, it looks kind of like a, a creepy dog. No, no. <laughs> snouts, too, there's a lot. There's a lot there. So Rufio is a dog-shaped dog. Zach, you, as far as I know, have never not had a dog-shaped dog. No. Not, um, when I was a kid, it was mostly, like, labs or just mut- mutts and... Now it's been the last two dogs. One was a husky mutt. This one's a shepherd. So, yeah. Yeah, they have to be dog-shaped dogs. Basset hounds, beagles, labs, spaniels. So Rufio's a terrier, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a, they said he was a Maltese mix, which is great because he, he's also got some poodle in him and he doesn't shed. Oh, so that if you can look for yeah, look for like a curly curly haired dog. I don't know about hypoallergenic hypo. He might be super. You know, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but but he absolutely doesn't shed. He's still got dander, from what I can tell. For you know most dogs, but like there's no and like I, I say he doesn't shed. Like every now and again, like there's like little tiny tiny like fine hairs mm-hmm. that like they've broken off or whatever. But like my old dog, like everywhere he went, there would be just little like prickly dog hairs everywhere. Oh, you know, my, my I, current dog, it's that. I, yeah. I, between that and my the two cats in the house, I sweep every day, and it's amazing the amount right. of fur I sweep up every <laughs> single day. You should start making, like, a doll or something. <laughs> yeah. Make another cat. Oh, man. Another but sized animal. The other thing I want out of it is a dog that you don't have to shave. Right. My mom's a right. big See, fan of spaniels, so she always gets these spaniels, and you, you have, have to, to clip them. Their hair. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, Rufio, our... too. We have to get him groomed a lot. I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, and so with um, with our dog, who's half Greyhound, half, um, not Dachshund, um, Doberman, she, nope, never had to cut her, never will. She just has a lot of hair no, that short she hair. leaves behind. Yeah. It goes, uh, yeah. She's the uh, the Ron from Eagleton version. Yeah. Do you ever watch Parks and Rec? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for those of you who don't catch the reference, when when her hair feels it has completed its journey, it simply sheds itself off. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's uh, Sam Elliott, right? Yeah. yeah. Sam Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Sam Elliott. Minus the mustache, though, which right. is weird. Well, <laughs> I mean, Roadhouse. What sure. Else? Sure. You ever watch The Ranch? You guys, either of you? No, I see it on there on Netflix. I've seen time. it on there. I haven't. It's problematic it now. Look like the, my type of show. It's, it's problematic with the rapist on there, but I like it because it's it's a nice show, and you don't have to think about it too much. Like it's a good going to bed show. Okay. 
I'm not going to tell you it's going to change your life. I'm not going to tell you it's even that funny. But I like the setting and just a nice show I don't have to think about. I haven't had any time for that sort of shit <laughs> in the very recent past. We're almost done with Monk. We keep going through shows that I've watched 100,000 times. and Have you seen the it. end of Monk? Yeah. Is it going to be a spoiler? Okay. Has she seen the end of it? No. Oh, man, she's in for some shit. Zach, yeah. did you watch that show? I haven't, but at this point, I mean, uh, it's not on my horizon to watch, so don't feel bad Dude, about spoiling anything. It's a, it's a fairly good ride. Like, it's, it's it really good. Well, no, I've heard good yeah. things. But... It's a great show, but and then the, the finale watch. was actually really well thought out, and I've never gone back to watch it. I Like, I've seen episodes here and there because it was one of those where it was on TV. I go like, yeah, I love Monk. I'll just right. watch an episode. But now going through it from start to finish, I like that. And this may be back-solving from clues they had before, or it may be that they knew what happened to his wife the entire time. You're right. Like, you can't tell. But from it's season there. one, I, there I are accurate clues. I think it's back-solving. It's probably back-solving. I, I think they were going back and had, had somebody, like a continuity person, going, ah, see, look at here. That's You know yeah. what else? It's a really – that's something for USA. They are very yeah. good at continuity. Correct. Agreed. It's 100%. Are you a Sharona amazing. person or a Natalie person? Oh, Natalie all the way. I mean, correct. I, I you can't, did uh, not like Sharona ever. She was abrasive, but Monk needed her. She know? was a good character foil, but then the show got some good legs, and it was the and, correct yeah. move for everyone that she left. Yeah. Bitty I Shram. love the fact that they have motherfucking Buffalo Bill playing like a, just a straight edge cop detective <clears throat> so zach you've never seen an episode i have never seen a single episode of monk is it silence of oh. the lambs that buffalo bills in yeah 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 have you seen yeah, that yeah. ted yes uh, ted it's very close to leland isn't it, it might levine be. it's levine ted levine ted levine yeah yeah ted levine uh, who was the, the the villain in um, Silence of the Lambs? Plays just a straight edge detective. So it puts with lotion no, yeah. on its skin. Is instead. Yeah, her monk. Monk. I love. I Where love are you going with this? Because yeah. that's just monk. his voice. Yeah, it puts the lotion on its skin. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> he's got a hair lip on him. Yeah, you know, he... which is a terrible offensive term. This is a show for offensive terms. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a cleft palate. He, he does. He, that poor man. Well, he he uh, grew a mustache for it. Yes. Yes. He grew several. <laughs> <laughs> Two, in fact. Man, I'm a fucked up person. Why do you guys hang out with me? Okay, I shouldn't have any more whiskey, probably. Uh, maybe. I want to go back for another glass right now. I've had two double shots so far. So four shots wow. of whiskey and a martini. Ooh. Man, you're way ahead on this one. I'm, I'm yeah. a drink and a half in. Um, <laughs> I have had a day. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, also, like I had a glass of wine earlier. I mean, it sounded like uh, from what I from the bit I got from the group text. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I try. I try and not like actively talk shit on people. You know, sometimes people make it really, really difficult to though. It is a situation that company has a reputation as a really good place to start, and so people Correct. think, "Oh, there's a lot of training wheels," and the the reality is. No, there's not a lot of training wheels. It's a small scope, and um, there's less at stake, and they are not as discerning about who they use for different things. 
So people who have gone into it thinking that there are training wheels and a lot of help and it's a great place to start, go in there and there's no support. And, and it's sink or swim. And it's sink or swim. And it's there's there's a lot there. And so it's a place that separates the men from the boys. Certainly. So, there was to a lot. The least. Yeah, there was a lot going against that show from the beginning. Something like Midsummer, I'm excited about because we all, the whole crew of us, we've all done multiple shows with them. We know what's going on, and we know what to expect. We know not to expect any support from the right. powers that be. We know that it's just let's just we just have to do it. And so, if you know right. that from the beginning, it's a much better ride. And unfortunately, the person who is at the helm of your particular ship was expecting a lot more support that was never going well, to come. Well, and the the that combined with the fact that he was really really refusing to budge on his like ideal picture of how things needed to go. Hmm. Right? You have to be flexible. You have to take what you can get and work with that, right? He like that that was that was the main issue was just that he he, he had an idea in his mind and anything different than that was not good. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's like sometimes you have to go with what's not good, man. <laughs> and, and also, yes, you have to do the shit yourself. Yes. Do it yourself is you know, a big part of it. Do it yourself is a huge part of it. And and it's unfortunate when, you know, because we all have lives outside of this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And no one's we, being that, paid. That's, yeah. No one's getting paid. We're all volunteering to be here. That's the that's the magic. That's the addiction of this thing that, that pulls you back in is that no one is being paid, but we still do it. Yeah. You know, if I spent this much time doing anything else, I would have much more money. Like if I, like I could, or another skill that I could like use to, you know, better myself, but I'm just, it's, it's, it's such a, I, I don't, I can't explain it to non-theater people. Yep. I have a rule for myself whenever I do anything there. And that is that if it's not fun, I'm going to go home. So, oh like, man, I wish. I wish I'd had that rule for the show. I know. (laughs) But so mostly what I do there now is I just build sets. And so even if I get everything set up and I'm about ready to just have a whole work night and it just starts feeling like work, if it feels like work, then then I am done and I will now go home because... Because you're volunteering and it's a pastime and it's a fucking hobby. Exactly. So I've done that before. My wife comes along on most of the work nights because I like go start (laughs) 9 p.m. and go till 2 but um, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll go and we'll have all our supplies and we'll get set up and I'll go. Um, this is really feeling like work, so let's go. Yep. Or let's go next door to our favorite bar until it will feel like fun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> to use these power tools. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call that square. It's fine. Oh, there's tons of that. That's our that was happening sober or not. Dude. So okay, that was another thing. So the the director kept going on and on and on about how great it was that all of these doors have been reinforced with two by fours and none of them are like stage doors and and this is all fantastic. And I'm just thinking like, yeah man. That's common like, practice. All that stuff has to come down. Yes, it's common practice, but all that stuff has to come down. Uh too. Like and and <laughs> Who of you is going to do this? But I know, that's I know your set designer, and I can tell you that the way he did it is improper, and it will be hard to bring them down. 
Correct. Correct. <laughs> and we yeah, we had to stop tonight because again, he he took the pry bars with him. Oh, he's the one who took them. <laughs> he took, he's the one who Why took them. He... <laughs> well, they were his. He brought them, you know. And and I saw a claw hammer somewhere today and just couldn't fucking find it. I oh. legitimately was there and I was like, I know there's a fucking hammer somewhere. And and the director had seen a fucking uh, a pry bar somewhere, but none of us could locate it. But so it's like, and again, you know, I get why he did Brad's or Staples. It's easier and it's quicker. And it's easier you to know, come down to, when you have the correct tools to dismantle. Correct. <laughs> correct. It's absolutely pop, 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 pop if you had a couple of pry bars. But without it, you got a drill with a screw gun on it. You're like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> this is absolutely not helpful. You know? So. Yeah. It was, I mean, yeah. It was, it was tons of, of – it was a huge learning experience for me as far as like what I will tolerate from the beginning next time. You know what I mean? Because I just kept thinking like, oh, it'll get better. It'll get better, you know, and now like, no, like straight up, like from the beginning, there were things that, that rubbed me the wrong way. And I should have, you know, I should have drawn a line in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I didn't. It's going to be interesting because I have not built a set there since SCT came and took all their stuff back. So. Yep. I, yeah, it's different. I'm looking forward <laughs> to having to go through my very, very full garage and find my tools and actually, like, put together a set of my tools to uh, work with. But I still have a good relationship with SCT, so I'm pretty sure I'm also going to go there and just beg them to lend me tools. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just put big labels like on so all of them. Well, I've been told that because we did our fundraiser, I can buy things like a saw. There is a saw that's down there now. There's actually two. There's one that's just like a table saw, and one's got a, a an arm on it. Oh, I arm. don't. I I uh, cut my finger on that table saw because it's Fuck bad. It, yeah. It's a bad table saw. <laughs> I know. I know exactly which one you're talking about. We used it for uh, for James the Giant Peach. It I was a terrible one. You're right. Yeah. My my uh, index fingers on both hands. The nails are all fucked up because of two different stage building accidents one of them i have a literal divot in my finger because i nicked my finger on the table saw and it took a pretty large chunk (laughs) out and then on the other hand i was drilling i was doing a pilot hole through a piece of wood and i was an idiot who had my hand just on the other side and i also piloted through my finger yep oh it was yeah but i bet that hole was straight oh it was real straight (laughs) you better believe it was straight I listen while we're talking about finger injuries last night I was chopping wood for my fireplace had a I have a hatchet because about like three or four weeks ago I, I was looking at my fireplace and decided like why don't I have a hatchet right so I fucking <laughs> like clearly I'm an adult I have a, I have been using fireplace so I need a hatchet right so I went to fucking Home Depot and I got myself a hatchet and then I didn't have a fire for like a month I just have that time and I haven't had any firewood fine so I had a fire last night. I had it for two nights in a row. And it was. And last night, I needed kindling because I'd use up the kindling the first night. And so I was chopping this wood, this, this one log, and it's firewood. It's seasoned firewood, so it's already kind of dry and soft, right? And as I'm swinging, I, like I had swung a bunch successfully and chopped up a, you know, a fair amount and, and removed the bark from a fair amount. But, but this one log, it was just small. And as I'm holding it, like, I don't have a chopping block. I'm chopping it on another log sitting on the ground. As I'm holding it, I thought, man, this is too small. 
And yep, sure enough, I fucking smacked my finger with the axe. <laughs> I took out about it's about a quarter inch in diameter, but it's a huge circle that I I didn't chop the finger in half. It's like sliced along it. But so I had to, I've got a bandaid on it currently. Yikes. I'm hoping that in in three or four days it'll be fine. I don't know legitimately though. I I, I may have needed stitches, but I was like quickly <laughs> run it under some water and put a bandaid on it. Yeah, like top two. <laughs> Jeez. It's going to hurt probably mostly because you'll bet you bruised the bone real good. I did, and there was soot in it, right? Because my I've been using, oh, yeah. I've been fucking using a bunch of fucking burned wood already, and so like my hand was covered in soot. And I did rinse it off, but like not like with soap or anything, and not enough to like actually get it clean. It was just like okay, real quick under the water, and here's here's a bandaid. I remember. Jenny was like, "Do you need to go to the hospital?" I was like, "No." She was like, "Yes, she probably should." I was like, ah, "I'm not going to do it though." It's fine. I remember in college once, uh, my dorm neighbors one night, they were all smokers, and they got real drunk one night and decided, you know what, we're going to do to each other all night. Every time we put out a cigarette, we're going to put it out on each other's arms. Oh my god! Oh, I've been there. <laughs> So it's three of them who the next day they're showing me like these round scabs up and down their arms and like a battle wound. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you know, funny story, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It kind of hurts, but it's fine. And then, yeah. So just look out for this. Now there's worse stuff in cigarettes than in just regular soot, but they were all like deadly sick within a couple yep. days. Because they had not only put cigarette, like, tobacco, burnt tobacco into their bodies, then they, like, just let it seal over with a scab and just went, ah, well, whatever. And right. so they all, like, were, like, terrifically sick. And since all of them got sick about the same time, they were all like, yeah, this is this is from putting cigarettes out on ourselves. This is how we learn. I would imagine these people didn't bathe regularly, too. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. They're real gross people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not like going over there. And they were just. Were freaking... they hepatitis infused cigarettes? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like like their body was rejecting all of the. So it was doing things like giving them a fever and stuff to try and like get rid of oh, the yeah. shit that they put inside well, of themselves. Well, but if you. Because you can do that with just multiple injuries, right? If you have multiple things that your body has to inflame to sort of heal to send the white blood cells to, it's going to confuse it and it's going to give itself a fever. And that's, yep. you know, that's all a fever is. It's just an, is, is over rampant inflammation. Yeah. I don't remember if they were puking or anything. I know they all had fevers and they felt very bad. So. Yeah. 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 God damn it. Oh man! Did you ever I, see those kids who would like burn, like like hold a lighter like on fire until it was super hot, and then use the frame and like burn like that frame into your arm? Do you ever see those kids? No. No. What? No. <laughs> what? Yeah. So like, if you just hold like a big lighter sideways, okay, and then get all the metal hot on it real quick, then you can brand somebody, and it looks oh, like oh, I see, right. I'm understanding, yeah. but also no. No, but no, you you don't know those kids. No. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> did they do it to you? <laughs> no, no, I I was. <laughs> I, so okay, I did go through like a self mutilation phase, but I was never into like a a burning phase. I was like, I was always like, fuck that. Like, I know I can withstand the pain, but like, I don't need that shit. 
you know, but I did when I was 13, I did carve my name into my arm with a, a, a compass, a drawing compass. Huh. I used to, I still have scars from this. You know how you turn, you know, those little canned air canisters. Yeah. Yeah. You turn them upside down and it's liquid nitrogen and it's very cold. Sure. Gave myself freezer burn on multiple occasions just on purpose. Lovely. I don't know why. To see if you could get a blackened finger? Uh, no. Nope. Never went that far. <laughs> <laughs> like permanent frostbite? Like, yeah, good. Good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, but I, I do have some frostbite scars from doing that, like, too often. It's weird, right? Like, the thing, like, when you're young. And now, like, I can barely see it. I can't really see the name so much. I can see the J and the A, but I can see the box from where it was but my old man arm hair covers it sure so that's fine you have to really really look for it now i think i know the answer to this but zach did you ever have a self-mutilation phase i did not i knew that answer before <laughs> did you have did zach did you ever have any sort of phase <laughs> like did you act out like, did you yell like, at your parents yeah, and yeah. slam the door yeah. Not Were really. Into no. like weird Japanese octopus porn. Like what's going on here? No, no. No. <laughs> You're not a hentai guy? <laughs> no. I'll, I'll leave all that for you for you too. All right, I'll cross that off oh, the okay, list of enough. things I think about you, I guess, uh, since you know. Yeah. Oh, man. Why don't you think less? I don't want you to think less of me. <laughs> do you remember that? There was like, I don't remember who it was. It was some guy on Twitter like put out a, some screenshot of something and of his like his computer screen, and one of the tabs he had open was hentai porn. <laughs> and somebody called that. him out on it, and they're like, "What? Why is there a tab of hentai porn open?" And uh, it was just like Ted Cruz liking the porn on Twitter. It was. <laughs> he was oh like, yeah, I remember yeah. about that. Yeah. So he, he said something like, "Oh, I was talking to my family about it, so I decided to show my children just so that they would know what it was." Or oh yeah, that's. That's like, no true. one ever wants to go, yeah, I was jacking my hog. Got caught. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and and the other thing is that no one wants to admit that they don't actually use Twitter. Like, the Ted Cruz thing was an intern. Yeah. Who, yeah. He was accidentally right. logged in when he liked uh, some Twitter porn. No one wants to cop to the fact that they fucking had their subordinates do that shit. That's great. Like, I'd have so much more respect for Mr. Hentai Guy if he was like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Just jacking yeah. my bone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Looking at some hentai. Well, like, so I, I get off on tentacles. My coworker was talking about the the mayor the other day being in the news for for being in a bathrobe in public, and I was like, oh, absolutely, yeah. he fucking should be allowed to be in the bath in a bathrobe. Oh you know, yeah, first of yeah. all, that's my view. Like comfort above all else. Like absolutely, he's not working right now. He's not in his office, right? But they, but my coworker was like, no, like one hundred percent. Like he's the mayor. Like you've got to uphold like a certain image, you know. But then the mayor freaked out and was like, you better not fucking put any of this on tape. Had he just yeah. been like, hey, what's up? Like, no one would have done anything about it. Had he yes. just owned it and been like, yes, this is how I, this is, you know, what? <laughs> like, why are you even making a deal out of it? You know? he, eventually, like, he eventually did do that, have that reaction. But at the time, he was like, Burr. but he's also, he's a, he's a drunk. And that, of course. This is the former mayor, by the way, not our current mayor. Right. You're um, right. Yeah. Is the, the former mayor, he's a real drunk. So he was probably drunk and was driven there and was like in his home in his bathrobe drinking too much when that happened. But <laughs> eventually he was like, yeah, what do you want? I, uh, yeah. It was 10 o'clock at night and they said, we're going to put up the sign. We want you to come see it. 
And I said, but I'm in my bathroom. <laughs> he said, doesn't matter. We're going to come pick you up. Right. So I just went. I was like, that, that's a totally, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> just own it. Yeah, don't be upset. You know? Yeah. People think, yeah, your, your coworker, oh, it's the mayor. Need yeah. to be held to a higher esteem. Like, well, yes and no. I mean, did you know it's like, it's socially, according to your Emily Post, it's socially unacceptable if you are married before 5 p.m. to wear a tuxedo. Really? You were supposed to wear a day suit until 5 p.m. And after 5 p.m., you can put on a tuxedo, a formal suit, or a morning suit. Is what a day it's suit after would six. Be. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's you a 30 Rock line. Uh, no, I no, I remember this from, from Jack Donaghy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why are you in a tux? It's after six. What am I, a farmer? Every time. <laughs> exactly. Put a tie. <laughs> No, but yeah, it's the same thing. Like we don't go, we go outside and we show our bare arms and we don't wear ties and stuff. Like the, it's time to change let, that sort of just, propriety just nonsense. Let loose a little bit, yeah. Man, the California, the California ballot. It's going to be very interesting this year, guys. Is it? I haven't started paying too much attention yet. Just in our town, first of all, there's a couple city councilors up for review, and they really need to be up for review. It just, <laughs> in, including the vice mayor. I think he's up for review. Albert Holman is. What are you talking about, District 1? Is he District 1? No, I guess so. Um, I think he's up for review. Oh, no, no. He was elected in 2010 and then 2014. Yeah. So he's up for review. And uh, former Vice Mayor Fugazi's up for review. But also we've got uh, Diane Feinstein. That's going to be a very interesting race. We have the governor. That's going to be a very interesting race. This is all, oh, there's yeah. a lot of really cool stuff going on where we're going to see some major change in, um, in our city. Possibly, yeah. And I encourage anyone, no matter where you are, to go to your not necessarily your town halls but your local debates it's participate exactly it's really important i went to two last uh, two years ago in 2016 uh i went to two separate uh debates between potential city councilors and potential mayoral candidates and it was it's very important it's very eye-opening you don't understand everything that's going on and you will understand slightly better if you go, like, see the people you will potentially vote for actually talk about it. Because, unfortunately, when you're doing your ballot, and just John Q. Public, and this is this is how everyone is, but you, like, you're looking at a ballot and you're like, okay, I'm going to start with the unimportant stuff like school board. But, the, but, like, the reality is that your vote counts a lot more in these local races. Yeah, and it affects you a lot too. And it affects you a lot more, exactly. Yeah, exactly. These are the people who are who are actually affecting your everyday life. Whereas the president, as much as he might piss you off or you love him or whatever it is, he doesn't actually affect your everyday life that much. And you're not actually voting for him. You're voting for the fucking electoral vote. Yep. Right. Which in our state is like why bother? But right. I, I have a policy. But yeah, as, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, local government. 
Yeah, local government's very important. And I have a policy that I, I've had the whole time, and I'm, I am always trying to get other people to um, have as well, which is that I do not ever vote against anyone. Okay. Just vote for someone. Exactly. So, like, in the presidential election, I voted for a third-party candidate, and no one can blame me for who ended up in office because I live in California. So, the, that's just – that was already a done deal. It didn't matter what I did. But I voted because for – Because every vote was a vote for fucking Trump. <laughs> it was either a vote – it was either Hillary or Trump. Whoever else you voted for, it was going to go right here. Sorry. Yeah. No, and that, and that's – that's I, I – I know that that is true, but also just for my personal self, I was not going to vote against someone for president. I was going to vote for the person that I thought sure. would do the best job. Sure. And so the person I thought would do the best job was a third-party candidate, and oh well, he one didn't day, win. Man, Big surprise. One day we'll hope that we'll keep his dream alive. <laughs> yeah. One day. I check. One I, day we'll have a fucking robot president. What are your thoughts cool? on that? Would it? I don't know. It wouldn't. I don't it's, honestly uh, know. The Constitution actually would not allow that. Well, actually, it depends. Depends on a lot. Yeah, they would just have to be 35 years old. And right? That's born all in the United States. <laughs> Correct. But so maid is born, right? And if, if yeah. an autonomous, uh, you know, robotic fucking being gets deemed to have consciousness, you know, who's yeah. to say? I think you've think got something wait there. 35 years. Then it's the movie Bicentennial Man all over again, but with a girl because America's not going to let a man be a robot. <laughs> I think Hope Hicks might end up as our president before uh, terribly long. Because we'll see. Seriously? Yes. Uh, Hope Hicks is a very attractive woman, and Republicans like a very attractive woman, and she's also kind of middle of the road uh, as far as her views from everything I've seen. And She's a safe bet. She's a safe bet. I think I, I would put $20 <laughs> on Hope Hicks becoming our first female president. I'm not going to say when, but just I would put $20 on that. Well, all right. There it is. There it is. You have it here. <laughs> if anyone wants to uh, to argue with me about that, you can find me at Silent Gordon literally anywhere. Because I wouldn't <laughs> put it past the fucking American government to put a robot as president before putting a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, me either. Like, that's, no, uh, yeah, you know? they could, yeah. Yeah, right. there's, there's a lot to that. This last time around, it's her turn is... Uh, it was a poor way to try and do it. Against what they were going against, yeah. There, there are two things about that that just, it was just done poorly. So first of all, it's her turn is a not a reason to vote for someone. And <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Second of all, I saw an interview with her partway through where she was pressed by the person interviewing her. I need you to sum up. Uh, what your campaign is about and she kept saying stronger together and that's also not a reason to vote for someone <laughs> we're stronger together Wait, that's what? the only reason to vote for someone it's the only reason stronger because together. why because we are <laughs> apart what <laughs> yes we could huh strong strong together yes, strong, strong yes. Together. agreed so vote for me yes that's the, so okay. That's the equivalent. That's the adult equivalent 
of my campaign as a seventh grade um, treasurer because there was no one else running. I was initially running for something <laughs> else and then found there was no one running for treasurer. So I was like, I want to run for this. And they used that in the speech. Like, hey, I mean, you could really vote for the other guy, but come on. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Yeah. Zach, now we're now we're talking student government. We're going to go back a little bit. I have a vague memory, and I don't know if it was you, but I think it was. Did I run against you for eighth grade representative and student council? Your answer is going to be I don't know. I can't imagine me running for any sort of student government position. <laughs> so the year, <laughs> the year before, I had been. The answer is I don't know, yeah. but I just can't imagine myself. <laughs> Running, especially you for think that. Not. If I was going to run, I would run for something that no one else wanted to do. Here, so here's here's how my memory goes. And again, it could have been not you. It could have been someone else. But it was a small school, so it couldn't have been that many other people. <laughs> um, so in seventh grade, I was co-vice president with Matt of student council. <laughs> co-vice? Like both of those <laughs> words are like that's redundant. Yeah. No, it was stupid. It shouldn't have happened. They shouldn't have allowed it. But what happened was we got together that year and we were like, you know well, you what? You did. You did it. We both want to be vice president while run against each other. Let's just run as yeah, co vice presidents. Run together. And the school board was probably like, uh, okay. Oh, it's not the school board. There were 120 I mean, yeah, kids at the right. school. It was like right, the exactly. principal not or someone. That, yeah, yeah, not the someone, board. But one you know what one I mean. adult. Yeah, the adults. Probably one single like, adult give a was shit. like, yeah. all right, yeah, fuck it, be fine. go ahead. And like our campaign speech, because you had to give a speech in front of the entire student body. Mm-hmm. Our campaign speech involved, I stood in front and I was giving a speech. And now and then, Matt would jump out from behind me and throw <laughs> in something and then jump back. <laughs> so i'd be like hi i'm cj martin and like so the way we had it written was that my speech was on its own its own perfectly fine speech right and he was just adding things so i would pause at certain points so i go hello i'm cj martin and then he'd jump out and go and i'm matt and then jump back <laughs> i'm running for vice president of student council and he'd jump out again and he'd go me too and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So anyway, we ended up as co-vice presidents. I actually do vaguely remember that. It was a whole shit show because we had to cancel a dance for no good reason, and I hated it. But Matt and the president were both like, oh, yeah, I guess we need to because we don't want to deal with this. We didn't plan well enough. We have to cancel the last <laughs> dance of the year. And I was like, come on, just, <laughs> we just let's just do it. Even if it's a bad dance, let's just do the bad dance. Anyway. So senior year, I got all soured because we had to cancel that last dance of the year, and I did not want to be part of the student council. And so in my memory, Zach, you were running unopposed for eighth grade representative. And then halfway through the time from when you could start running to when the voting was, I went, no, I want to be eighth grade representative. And everyone was telling me. Come on, just let Zach do it. Like, you've done student council. You were vice president last year. You don't need to, you don't actually want to do anything. I was like, nah, I want to run. And so I started running, and then I was the eighth grade representative. But Zach I don't does have not think good that's enough memory true. to dispute that, so I can't dispute it. I just, knowing me, I just yeah. can't imagine that can't I would imagine running. have done that. 
right. We had 14 Listeners, people. Listeners, if you know the real runner, please contact us and let us know who it was <laughs> that CJ beat out. Well, here's first. the deal. Here's what's going to happen right now is I'm going to pull out, because I just recently brought home... Bring home? No, I already had it. Our eighth grade yearbook. Here it is. Oh, shit. You still have that? I actually threw, my own, threw mine away a couple of years ago. <laughs> you literally <laughs> He's trying away. to forget this time in his life, sir. So, I didn't see a reason to keep it. James, here's... Oh, first of all, let me see if I can find your note to me then, Zach. Let's see. Look for the worst handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> in the back. Brian, Paul, Megan. Maybe I didn't have you sign it. I don't know. Frank said, "Hey CJ, we made it. Have fun in life. Bye bye." Brian <laughs> said, "I mean, man, you are doing that." <laughs> yeah. But good Brian, job, Frank. <laughs> Brian said, "One day you lived in Stockton. Now go away." <laughs> <laughs> So we we only had fourteen people in our eighth grade class. I'm going to look through and see. Oh, what I was going to say, James, is guess what our friend Zach dressed up as for career day in Spirit Week of eighth grade. Oh, I can only imagine. No, no, no. You have you have to guess. I have to guess. Okay. Um, career day in eighth grade. A Doctor. Pharmacist. No, not... Ah, really? <laughs> yeah, and I, for the life of me, I, I have no idea what can put that in my head. Yep. After that day, <laughs> I didn't think about it until so, um, junior year of high school when they told us to start looking for, you know, what we wanted to do with life. I'm like, huh. We, we were in, like, some computer lab or something. And like, huh, you know, look at, look, you know, just basically just didn't want to deal with us for an hour. So it's right, like, of course. you know, there is this website you could look at. Um, I forget the name of it now, but you could look at like wages and job prospects and all that. So I said, huh. Glassdoor. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> And so I'm like, huh, you know, um, I looked at a couple of random things and I'm like, huh, I like science type of shit. So let's look into pharmacists. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. And yeah, that was that very exciting story. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I knew what made me want to dress like that in eighth grade. And everyone thought I was dressed like a Mormon. Yes, because he did not wear a lab coat. He showed up in a short sleeve, white button up shirt and a black tie and black pants. Yeah, that's how pharmacists fucking dress. (laughs) That's true. I dress nothing like that. (laughs) All right, let's see. I'm looking at this picture. And I think maybe I ran for treasurer or something. Hey, me too. Right on. Because there are one, <laughs> two, three, four, five eighth graders in this picture of the student council. Who were the other ones? Frank. I guess they're not going to show you who ran. The exact. They're not going to show us the ballots or anything. But we got Frank, Matt, Asiana, Megan, and me. And it seems most likely that Asiana was representative. You know what? Now that I th- either me or Brian were running against Asiana, I think. Okay. So hmm. it seems the like it seems like Matt was probably president. Megan was probably vice president. Yeah, because I mean, Matt. If Matt was the one running for president, he would have won. I mean, yeah. Student council was weird at our school, James, because we were a K eight school, 
and every grade got a representative. That is weird. So you have, you're sitting around a table, and there's a little kindergartner down at the end who's just kind of swinging their legs on the chair, not really yeah. having much to contribute. See, ours was K-8 too, but we didn't start having a rep until sixth grade. Interesting. But then, so seventh and eighth grade classes were all split up into multi-subject, right? So there were three or four different homerooms, depending on which grade. Mm. Uh, and so usually it was three. And so you would, you know, have one subject here or two subjects and then go to another teacher and another teacher. So there were each one of those different homerooms got to have a different representative. It wasn't just like seventh grade got one, you know, in the student council. It was Mr. It was, I mean, w's we all had seventh a, grade. Correct. Yeah. Well, no. So we well, like there was a student council, but then each class, each homeroom class got to have a representative or a liaison that would come in and tell their class the shit that we talked about in our meetings. Got it. Okay, Zach, do you know what you were voted most likely to do in your eighth grade yearbook? Uh, if you'd asked me a year ago, right before I threw it away, <laughs> I could have answered. But I do not know. So you, you won two superlatives. You were voted most likely to write a bestseller and most likely oh, to Lord. win the Nobel Peace Prize. Hey, that's I, legit. Yeah. I was voted most likely to win an Oscar for Best Actor. <laughs> and then in high school for senior year, I was voted most dramatic. Okay, so same thing. Yep. Which I don't have that yearbook because a friend of mine said, ooh, I want to take it home and sign it real good. And that was just about the last I ever heard from her. <laughs> yep, she signed it real good. Yeah, She's still signing it to this day. <laughs> I'm almost sure she's thrown it away by now and it sucks because I will never be able to read any of what people wrote in the yearbook. Oh, <laughs> luckily I'm it married is, to someone. Kind of it does. Luckily I'm married to someone who graduated the same year so I can look at the, the yearbook itself anytime I want, but just nothing, none of the messages to you. That's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. I'll never know. But so, yeah, I'm one of those weird people who I have, I have, Freshman year, my mom said, it is a waste to buy you a yearbook. So I brought a notebook to school and wrote yearbook on the front and had everyone sign it. <laughs> but then sophomore and junior year, I, I have those yearbooks. So I have two yearbooks where my wife wrote messages to me years and years before we ever started dating. That's so sweet and so romantic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've known my wife for 14 years now. And we only dated, we've only been, like, together for three. Yeah, three. Did you ever do that thing where people sign your shirt? In, wait, what? I've had, like, oh, yeah. the Harlem Globetrotter. I have a jersey where the Harlem Globetrotters sign my So, like, shirt. I used... At the end of every year, I would get a white short sleeve button down shirt or a t shirt, and have and go to school with a sharpie and have my friends just sign me. Oh, interesting! Yeah. No, yeah. I never. Weird. I wasn't. Yeah, that was just a, must have been a Manteca thing. Well, we also were at a. I think it's partly because we were at a private school, but I got like a yearbook from kindergarten through skipping freshman year, senior year. Sure, yeah, 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 us too. Oh, okay. Because I just, uh, yeah, but, that would never occur to me. So you have, Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd sign the shirt, and then you'd sign the yearbook. Oh. Huh. 
Do you still have those shirts? <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Say that again. Do you I still... accidentally pressed <laughs> Oh, okay. Do you still have those shirts? Um, Actually, <laughs> I have, uh, yes, uh, two of them. Uh, cool. they're, they're in a chest. Or I did. They're, they're probably still sitting at my grandma's house. Not going to lie. I don't know that I currently have them in my house. But I had them as an adult, yeah. And so one of them <clears throat> I, was for Valentine's, or for, for uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And I, I wrote on the back in big green, like, like fabric paint, uh, kiss me, I'm Irish. And I went to school with lipstick, black <laughs> lipstick. And I, I would have and, and a Sharpie. And I had fucking tons of people just like kiss print and then write their name on it. <laughs> that's awesome. And give me a fucking, yeah, right? That's really cool. <laughs> now that Come I'm on. an adult, like that's super creepy. But like, <laughs> yeah, back then I was like, no, what's up? Like, kiss me, I'm Irish. Here you go. Green lipstick, bright green. Yeah. You know, and also a Sharpie. I'm Give imagining that you're probably ten. I uh, no, this was uh, this was sophomore year. Oh, okay, it's a little creepier then. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also in drama, and uh, one of the first ones was uh, one of the the only openly gay dudes in the school. So it was like a big, you know. But I'm like, fuck it, it like literally, it's a shirt, like whatever. You man, know, that's so weird. That's like a big subject to get into. But the openly right? gay kids in high school at that time? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many were there? There were a few. There were a few at my high school. I, I, there were 2,000 kids at my high school. Uh, total. Not not just in my grade, but that's all four grades. You know, freshman, sophomore, junior, high, senior. We had... Uh, my, my friend and I had a secret... We, we called it a secret society. It was called Gothic Star. Okay. And it didn't mean anything. <laughs> um, we weren't gothic or anything it just was called gothic star and like everything was gothic star it was like our brand and then he eventually turned it into gothic star army and then he started making stencils that had like the, the star that was our name and then underneath your logo it, it's yeah our logo and underneath it's a GSA <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't wear those to school because there was a club called the Gay Straight Alliance, and I didn't want to be. Also had GSA. Yeah, they were GSA, <laughs> and I did not want to be aligned with them because at the time right. I, I had very different opinions on what being gay was. Right, and whether or not it yeah. was cool. I remember one kid came out as gay, and I just went, nah, "I don't know. It's just because his parents are getting divorced. He just wants attention." <laughs> oh. And today I know that I was very ill-informed because, first yeah, of all, no, he's yeah. still a gay man and he's still out there kissing dudes and stuff, which is great for him. Right. But And hopefully one dude now, you know, maybe he's found a lifelong, you know, companion. I don't know. I didn't keep that, that up on him. I just know that it was not a phase. He is a gay person. So. Right. Good for you, Angelo. So my stepbrother came out. And at first, so like he graduated high school and he had girlfriends throughout the whole time he was in high school. And then he went to, he moved to San Francisco and then he was like, Hey guys, you know, I think I might be gay. And then a couple months later he showed up with Lawrence. <laughs> right. So, and my dad is a cowboy and he was having a real hard time at first. He was like, absolutely not like you faggots can't stay in my house. Like, fuck you. And my stepmom was like, yeah, right. You're not going to tell my kid he can't stay here. So fuck you. Like we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about this. Mm -hmm. 
And then eventually, like, you know, so then it was, okay, well, we, one of you has to sleep downstairs, one of you has to sleep upstairs. And then it was, well, fine, you know, I made the bed. Like, it, you know, he, he completely changed. But shortly thereafter, as soon as, like, Travis was like, yeah, I think I might be gay. And then, yeah, I am gay. Dad was like, James? Because <laughs> Travis was the one who got me smoking weed, oh. right? So Dad was convinced that he had converted me. That he, that one hundred, because and then he starts thinking like, I never see him bring girls around, you know? Like, and there he cries all the time. Like he was convinced, like he was absolutely convinced that I was gay and that it was the worst thing. And so, like, we had we had a conversation one time where he just took me out for a drive, and he just wanted to know if I was gay, and he wanted to let me know that it was okay. If I was, but he's been praying for me just mm. in case. And I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gay. And he's like, no, it's okay. He's like, you can tell me the truth. And I'm like, nah, I legitimately am not gay. He's like, son, you, you can tell me the truth. It's, it's okay. And I was like, listen, like I'm 17 at this point. I was like, listen, man, I've eaten more pussy than I've eaten chicken. I am not gay. And he was <laughs> like, well, okay. <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> I had... I don't know this is ever something I've admitted out loud, but here we go, live on a podcast. <laughs> uh, I had a longtime girlfriend who uh, broke up with me because she was convinced that I was gay. Oh. I still don't <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, I will say that it was shortly after we had anal for the first time. Were you like super like yes this is it? I'm a I'm a, I'm a butt guy and uh, <laughs> noted. <laughs> I've I had never had anal. That's the only time I've ever had anal, and she had had it before, and I was all excited to try it because I didn't want to like have everyone's in the room's first time be my first time. Sure, sure. And I was like, well, you've done it, so I'm like excited to try it. And apparently, for some reason, I was too excited, and <laughs> I was gay. <laughs> like yeah, were, I mean, there were a lot of conversations of like, but are you sure? And I'm like, but I just there's I don't know. <laughs> right, right. You're so sure. <laughs> and I will. And then you start I, questioning yourself, like, well, maybe, damn it, am I? Like, what's going on? And then you're like, no, 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 it's fine. Like another Parks and Rec. Like it's like when um when Ben's on TV and he's bad at being on TV. <laughs> And he's just going, who, who, who hasn't had gay thoughts? Yeah. Who, who hasn't had gay thoughts? What, what was the question? They're like, are you okay? Is was the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a thing that happened to me, and I still don't understand, but that's fine. I just I also don't like her, so <laughs> for, oh, that's fine. for separate reasons. <laughs> Zach, did you meet her? <laughs> Sounds like you guys don't get along on a, on a base level. <laughs> on a base Sounds level. Like you don't understand each other. <laughs> we, we, there's a, a, a lifelong friend of mine who I introduced to her, and they still keep in contact. And he is consistently forgetting that the only reason he knows her is because she's my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, we meet for coffee, and sometimes he's like, hey, is it okay if she comes? And I go, it, uh, no. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't want that to happen. Oh, why not? I'm like, did, you you remember we we dated and it didn't end well because I'm married now. <laughs> First of all, that I know my wife would not want that to happen. 
because yeah. I don't want you know my sexuality questioned in public. Motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Zach, did you did you ever meet her? Other than Christine, she's my she was my only like real long term relationship. By long term, I mean more than one year. Ooh, I maybe I don't want to say before Christine. I had met two of your other girlfriends. Oh, that's probably I'm true. Gonna say yes, probably. Just she's the, she was the half Asian one. Then yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> I've only I've only ever dated one girl who was not white. <laughs> then definitely, definitely yes. Yeah, then, yeah. She was under the Wikipedia heading multiracial Americans. Ah, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. That's the thing about me. There we go. Um, and anal, as it turns out, is good, but sometimes it makes people question your sexuality. <laughs> I would life, say life like lessons. half the time it makes people <laughs> question your sexuality depending on which depending on how it's but, done. Uh, you're right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know why she thinks I'm gay. I just kept telling her to put stuff in my butthole. <laughs> oh, now I get your joke. Got it. <laughs> you know which way. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Half the time. Cause... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's great. Butt sex. Butt Yay! Sex. Yeah. I personally am not a fan. Really? Yeah. It's, I, I, you know, obviously you have to try things in order for you to form to your know. opinion on them. But yeah, I'm just not, you know, my, my the same thing. My former long time long term ex girlfriend the only one that I've ever really had um was into it and I, you know and she would like sort of rely on that like when it was like that time of the month she would say like oh I'm broken and I'm like okay but then like that was her you know sort of compensation but not that like <laughs> you know compensation is like the, the right word but like that you know and she was into it and I was only doing because like she was into it but like I think she was only into it because she thought that I was into it and it was one of those oh. things that it was just you know not really i mean i i legitimately think that she was into it she was the one that like suggested it and she was the one that like you know like every time and i'm like okay you know but but otherwise you know it's just not my thing well here's the here's the i'm i'm bad at i'm bad at poop and it's and it's and it sucks to have a baby where i'm i'm touching poop like Three, four times a day. <laughs> That's probably like 80% of the reason why I don't have a baby. I was, is because I know of all the poop. There's a lot of poop. But so the the one thing, and I'll tell I'll tell all of you who have not, and so I'm assuming, Zach, you're in that camp. And mm-hmm. there may be some listeners who are also in this camp who have never had anal. Um, there's poop involved. So. Sometimes. <laughs> I've had it once. There are ways to avoid it. Well, there's there condoms. There's well, condoms for starters. There are, there's preparation on her part. This I, or the, the the recipient's part. Whoever you know, you can you can go in with you know and essentially douche it, you know, and clean it and and make it so that that happens before mm. the other thing happens, right? Because there's always poop. There's always poop. Yeah, but like you can make it so like if you know that's going to happen, you can make it so that's not a thing. Well, that's a 
there's a there's something that I I think is important to continuing in a heterosexual relationship <laughs> to continuing to thinking your partner is uh, agreed a viable sexual person and it's, that is to never see their poop right and, and to not have it on you yeah not have it it's literally great. it's a great tool like on you in a very private <laughs> right. manner um, right. so condoms are important but then mm-hmm. you still kind of mm-hmm. see it. Right, and it's there, and you have to deal with it. And like but I then, know, and, even now, yeah. I'm married. I know my wife poops, but uh, sure, I don't you want her to call me into the bathroom and put right. it down in the toilet bowl and say, "Look at this." That's I'm never going to do that. That's not ever going to happen. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny accidentally. Jenny was in the bedroom the other day and let out a fart, and I asked if that was her because I had to make sure that it wasn't the cat being uh-huh. sick, and she was mortified. Oh no! She was like, "I'm so sorry." I'm like, "No, it's fine." Like literally, like we, you know. <laughs> so, okay, one year before we were married, we were just dating. We'd been dating for a while, and we'd been friends for a long time before that. But it was Thanksgiving, and we were both like super drunk. And she was laying down on my bed. We weren't even living together at the time. She was laying down on my bed, and she goes, you know what? It's time. And I was like, what? Time for what? And she let out one of the loudest farts that I had ever heard in my life. <laughs> right? That's <laughs> impressive great. for a woman. Because yeah. women, like, women are, are, are uh, uh, quiet yeah. and stinky. Yes. Right. Exactly. But so she, you know, she copped to it that time. But then this time she, she was starting to be sneaky. And so, <laughs> like, was that you? She was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, no, no, I just need to make sure the cat wasn't dead like are you all right <laughs> i've only ever heard my wife fart uh when she's asleep <laughs> yep when she's unaware that you're listening <laughs> well, i have a thing in my head that i don't think you fart have we talked about this i don't think you fart when you're asleep i think that you wake up slightly and make the decision and then go back to sleep like it's one of those like momentary wakefulness things um that's interesting. So I don't know that I disagree with that, but I don't know that I agree with that. Just I'm, because yeah. I have shit the bed. <laughs> I did that recently with one of my flus. and uh, Yeah, that's what I'm I, saying. Like when you're sick, like you don't. I also know, you know that I woke up. This Maybe this is just me. I woke up momentarily. To try and fart. To try and fart. And it did not ah. go well. And then when I woke up again later, it was that it was different. <laughs> That's an interesting hypothesis. I, I'm hmm. like, what, I think it's you, one of those micro wake ups where you don't remember it the next day. Right. Right. I don't know. That's interesting. The, we'll, we'll have to get some scientists on this, but the, the one time that I did not one time that the recent time that I shit my pants, I was so mad. <laughs> if you're ever not mad, then it's time to like. It's a problem, like, yeah. You just sit shit and then lay in it like, well, yeah. this is my life now. It and is, it wasn't even like it wasn't like a full load. Somewhere. Like I didn't wake up and my butt was covered in poop no, that I've been sleeping it's in. It's just, just enough. It was a wet fart. You're like, I'm a grown man, like motherfucker. Like I shouldn't have trusted that one, but you're like, I thought I was just so lucky. Yeah, ninety like, percent of the time they're safe, and then there's just this one. Because I had gone, I got, I was just, I was just so tired. But I had gone all night with micro wake ups, and like I knew what my body was doing prior to going yep. to sleep. 
And so, like, I had these micro wake-ups, and I go, I have to fart. And then I go, no, I need to get up and go sit on the toilet to fart because I know that this is going to be bad. And it was the one time that night where I went, it'll be fine. And it it's wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's interesting, though, because that implies that the entire time that you're sleeping, you're, con- like, sort of, like, half-consciously, like, like holding your sphincter. I think, right, like that. I think maybe that that's that's uh, that's neutral. That's idle. It's probably part part of growing up. Yeah, you're probably right. I I was reading. I was listening to this thing on NPR a while ago. This lady was talking about specifically the skin of the anus and about how like brilliant it is that it can detect the difference between solid and gas, and it can separate the two at at a whim and let you know because you can have you know a substance in your fart and then but but only let out the gaseous part. Of it. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously probably different when you're sleeping, but it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's really confusing me now because like, you're right. Because like most of the time I don't shit myself when I'm asleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even if you wake up and you have to poop, you did not shit yourself right. throughout the night. Yeah. Now, and the same thing can be extended for like bladder control, right? Because mm-hmm. I pissed the bed until I was 11. That's a long uh, time. Because I, the, the doctor said I had a weak bladder. Mm, okay. Right there, and they said that just one day I would grow out of it, and I was like, "Yeah, right." But sure enough, I fucking just one day just stopped pissing the bed, and I think it was when I started having erections, because yeah, in be. the middle of the night, you know that that valve closes. When you have mm-hmm. a wet dream, you are not able to piss until that fucking boner goes away. It's called a vasectomy. <laughs> huh? um, yeah, exactly. Thank I you. use this as a thing to wake up early. And I know it's going to bite me in the ass one day, but, um, I have, I, I once drunkenly pissed myself Uh exactly once. Other than that, (laughs) I have not wet the bed since probably seven. Okay. I used to do it when it was very cold. And Interesting. I think that was my body as like a defense mechanism. The warming being cold stream, because yeah. it's warm. Anyway, yeah. Um, like once I got past just plain peeing in the bed, it only happened when it was extremely cold. But since then, nothing except for the one time when I was drunk. Anyway, so I have a lot of faith in my bladder and my vast deference as a way to stop myself from pissing the bed. So if when I'm drifting off to sleep, I go. Hmm, I have to pee enough that I should get up and go pee. I then think, nope, you will get up earlier. And I go to sleep. That's smart. That's, oh. that's how they used to do it before they were clocks. Right? <laughs> Drink and, a whole bunch of shit right before you go to bed. Yeah, and every single time I absolutely do wake up earlier because like an hour to a half hour earlier, my body goes, hey, uh, you got to pee. Get up. <laughs> yeah, by and the way. <laughs> I get up and I go do that. Yep. Anyway, that's yeah. a thing. We talked a lot about poop. So the, the the last two notes I have in show notes are there's an actual anal sex conversation. And then the next one is then like too much talk about poop. <laughs> a lot of talk about bodily functions and then. Actually- yeah. <clears throat> Went from poop to pee. So. Yep. Well, I have yes. one more. I have one more small thing about poop that involves Zach. Uh, not in a way that he needs to. <laughs> be that much involved <laughs> i'm sure zach is going like well i'm <laughs> very curious now yeah so um james zach the summer directly after we graduated high school was a bagger at a local safe mart 
Okay. It was his first yes. job. Mm-hmm. And so we're 18 and, and our friend is the only one of us with a job. And so what do you do when your friend is the only one with a job? You go and hang out at his work. Exactly. You go harass <laughs> him all the time at his work. So, um, Zach usually worked closing, which meant he was off at midnight, which was no problem for me because I oh, am sure. a late guy and it's summer. Who cares? But another thing about being around 18 and just graduating high school is that like everyone gives you money. Like you get a weird amount of money for graduating just high school to you all the time. Yeah. Just, just handed to you. And so I had, I went from hoping to get $5 in two weeks <laughs> to having a bank account with money in it yeah, <laughs> very quickly. And so I used that money to go and try and embarrass my friend Zach at his work. So I would go around the Save Mart and I would find things that were embarrassing and find the line where he had to bag my groceries, check out buying things like adult diapers and stuff like that. Oh, sure, and condoms and yeah. And stuff exactly, and then point to my friend Zach the bagger and say, "Oh, this is all for him. He asked me to come in and buy these things for him." Oh yeah, good, good times, good times. <laughs> totally believable as an adult going, "Oh yeah, sure, kid." Yeah, right. <laughs> like there's, I wasn't doing anything but like amusing myself and embarrassing Zach. Right. For yeah. So, but one of those things one time was like literally a pack of adult diapers i bought a pack of depends <laughs> and um <laughs> later in life those depends came in handy twice <laughs> because <laughs> really, i did not throw them away one time uh they happened to be in the back seat of my car for some reason i was far too drunk to be driving and i had someone in the passenger seat it was when i was going to college in sonora we've been drinking all night and we were going through the jack-in-the-box drive-thru and while we were waiting for our food, I turned to him and I said, dude, I think I might throw up. <laughs> and, he, and he said, Into the depends. yeah, well, no, no, I did not. <laughs> but so he was a real good friend. Cause I turned to him and I said, dude, I think, I think I might need to throw up. And then his response immediately was, well, did, do it, man. You gotta throw up if you need to do it. So yeah, I, sure, sure. I threw my driver's side door open because yes, I was too drunk and I was driving. Threw the driver's side door open, bang, right into the wall of the Jack in the Box. Threw up on the ground, closed the door, and I went, "Yeah, I feel better." And I went, "Oh wait, I have to throw up again." Bang, <laughs> throw up on the ground one more time, and then as I turned to him to say, "I think I'm good," I threw up a third time. On you? On him. (laughs) Oh, yuck. But luckily, I was able to reach into the back seat and hand him some adult diapers that were real good at sopping up all the vomit he was covered in. Perfect. He was a real good friend because he was a great sport about it. He was like, no, you know what? Whatever. It happens. It happens. And, like, let me help him kind of clean up (laughs) himself and never really brought it up again. His girlfriend brought it up one time. She's like, I heard you threw up on my boyfriend. I was like, yeah, it happens. (laughs) Well, yeah. But it's kind then, of a bonding moment yeah. between bros. <laughs> but then the next time I used them was um, I got food poisoning from Taco Bell because you don't let Taco Bell give you tomatoes. No. Do not 
even if whatever you're eating comes with tomatoes, tell them to hold the tomatoes. Do not eat tomatoes from Taco Bell. Anyone out there listening, don't eat them. <laughs> Everyone gets food poisoning from the tomatoes at Taco Bell. So, got food poisoning from the tomatoes at Taco Bell. And for some reason, the adult diapers happened to have migrated from the my back seat to my bedroom. And so I moved my garbage can for the room over next to the bed. And I moved the adult diapers in. And thank God I did, because I never shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I just used them for what they were meant for. Perfect. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Let's talk about poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like October. You know, you guys know that October is uh, is Jizzoween. No. What? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, throughout the month of October, it's required that you talk a lot about jizz. Jizz. Okay. Perfect. February is. Uh, let's let's find a good way to say it. Feb Feb, Feb poopery. February. February. <laughs> Fap, fap, yeah, Hashtag like no fap. Hashtag. Well, yeah, is that a thing? When is that happening? When is no fap? Let's find out. I'm going to Google yeah. the phrase. When is no fap? When is no fap month? It's November. No fap November. So you're not shaving and you're not fapping? What is going on? Wait, no, no, no. I don't, I don't, no. Oh, it's I September. Like I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. Like I don't can't participate in one of the two of those. <laughs> no Fap September started in 4chan in August of 2009. Wow, so fucking going on nine years now. It's yeah. crazy. It's welcome, welcome to No Fap. Oh boy, were you guys 4chan <laughs> boys? No, I no. I skipped that and went right to Reddit. Yeah, that's yeah, important. Here. <laughs> From everything I know about both sites, that's a, that's a very important step in your life is to skip 4chan, 4chan yeah. and go Correct. to Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. Because the kind of person in 2009 who would be on 4chan is someone who today should just instead just be on Reddit because they're not going to get anything good for their life by going on 4chan. No one is. 4chan is just a bunch of trolls who circle jerk themselves yeah. and other people. Except in September. Right. Well, <laughs> that's when they get angry. Uh, <laughs> very, very angry. Oh, man, 4chan. I have a lot of friends in high school who are all into the 4chan. And I, I, really? I have not kept up with any of them, so I just, I just hope for the best for how they turned out. Some of them fell into the deep web. You have I'm, no idea. I'm sure they did. Deep web. Dark dark government. I almost fell into that back in 2008. There was this whole conspiracy theory going around about XYZ George Bush rounding people up and exterminating them. And they kept showing me, showing me all these these clues and I was falling for it real fast because <laughs> there's a thing and it still exists where fema um you know what a fema coffin is no uh, exactly what a fema coffin is Mm-mm. fema has special coffins that they've designed that hold four people at a time okay in case of huge disasters it saves okay, sure. it saves a, the coffins a little bigger but it's a lot smaller instead of four coffins 
And FEMA at a certain point accidentally ordered way too many FEMA coffins. And so there okay. is there is a huge lot somewhere in Texas, maybe something like that, where like they, they ordered hundreds of thousands of accidental FEMA coffins. So there's this huge lot full of FEMA coffins. And so part of it was like, look at this. FEMA's ready. <laughs> That's scary shit. <laughs> it is. But uh, it has now been 10 years since FEMA accidentally ordered all of those coffins, and there's been no use for them. So it's yeah, it's, it's nothing. It, they, they accidentally ordered some coffins. Earlier this week, the Norwegian Olympic team accidentally, they put, they were in there in Korea, they were trying to order food from a local grocery store for the Norwegian Olympic athletes, and they accidentally ordered 15,000 eggs. <laughs> Like this, accidentally he, or prank? <laughs> not a, not a prank. They because they, they what they did was they put their they just wrote out a Norwegian grocery order, put it through Google Translate, and then sent it over and did not have anyone check on anything. Oh yeah. Oh, and then next thing you know, ten truckloads full of eggs show up, and they're like, "What? What is <laughs> what this is?" I mean, they're athletes; they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll you know, like a athletes week. love <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Adam Driver apparently used to eat five eggs every morning and then run to Juilliard. I yeah. No, eggs are good if you're an athlete. Gaston <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast eats them. Yeah. Used to eat four dozen eggs every morning to help him get large. Is that now that he's grown, he eats five dozen eggs. So he's roughly the size of a barge. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> you kept going, so I was waiting to hear if this these were lyrics to the Gaston song or they were. a fact about the actor. <laughs> they were in fact Gaston lyrics. <laughs> boy, I really should stop drinking. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we're about to the point where I'm gonna call it, I think. Yeah. Luckily this time I did not get too drunk and I'll remember all of our call. Oh, I did. <laughs> do you get president's or lincoln's birthday off are you off tomorrow i am off but only for f i happen to have the day as a flex day but i get eight extra hours in my bank as a floatable ho uh, flexible holiday floating holiday they call nice. zach are you off for for lincoln's birthday mm, oh no 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 my mom is and she's like oh you're not off like, no no yeah. <laughs> That's specific to your school district, I think. <laughs> it's not a thing that people have off. Everyone's going to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's only a half like fake holiday. It is because we have next week, right? President's, President's Day. Day, which I do have off from work. Yeah, yeah like, me too. So I'm going to LA. I All do right. not have that day off. You no. don't have that. You don't have President's Day off. Mm -mm. Well, I guess everyone needs their pills. Yeah. yeah, specifically on days that they're not working. Yep. You know what? You're probably <laughs> going to be very busy. Seriously, because people probably are going to the doctor a lot more that day where they wouldn't go otherwise, and they're going to show up with prescriptions and say, why isn't this filled? I just left the doctor's office 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yep. Uh, you're getting a little too close to home. Exact <laughs> <laughs> anxiety here about what... <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me it's not an instantaneous prescription, Phil, as soon as I step out of the doors and into my car? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll get right on that. Yeah. I'll also get right on having the having the elves to fill everything while it was. Yeah, exactly. 
Because you guys what have is... unlimited Percocet on hand. Like it's not like a thing that you have to regulate. You just you just have Percocet. That's just a thing that pharmacies have. Yeah, you just put in a little pill dispenser out front. You can just grab as much as you want. Yeah, you just come up exactly. and, you, and you just you just like punch in whatever number of Percocet you want to take home, and then that's what you get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the drug state. <laughs> One day, dude, it's going to be like that. It it may, unfortunately, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs>